last we left off, we were uh, over at the Yawning Portal discussing the calamity that had come from Mert's Mansion Mayhem Madness night. And um, Dernan is there as well, talking about, basically you guys were talking about everything that's happened thus far. And then there were some discussions as to whether we wanted to uh, scout out the Church of Syric now before the summit or the meeting that you have been summoned to or head over to Nightstone or do something else. And I think we kind of landed in the middle of that discussion. Uh, last I saw Mert had said something. What, what is it that Mert said? Um, oh yeah, Ellie and Mert were still talking about a little bit about um, Rimkin and his departure. So we can certainly pick up there unless there's anything else anybody needed to get done before this scene. Fair enough then. So Ellie had just asked Mert about Rimkin and what he may have been up to. And Mert said that mainly he seemed concerned with the loss of his cat or finding the greasy cat. Um, and otherwise Mert was a little disappointed because he does like to be the center of attention, but focus was much more on the cat. Ellie had nothing to respond to that. <laughs> Has Lady Nander rejoined us at the table? Sure. Sure. She's come over remember. with... Yeah, she's I can't got a, a fairly nice goblet. Um, it's It seems to be some silvery color and She's got a nice glass of wine, so hopefully she'll be calming down a little bit too. I can't remember if I asked this in character in the game chat, so I'll just ask. So Lady Nander, um, I think at one point you had uh, asked us if maybe we would escort you back to Nightstone. Not sure what our plans are gonna be here, but we might be headed out sooner rather than later. How soon do you think you would be ready to go back? Whenever it's been a uh, it's been a little while since I've been back, but um, it would be good to check in and see what's going on there, uh, especially after the events last night. I could use a, a, a little bit of time out of Waterdeep. And she looks kind of at Mert. Um, whenever we could leave, as soon as you're ready. Great. Well, we'll we'll let you know. We're still working out a few other details, but. Very well. If I get to vote, we'll be heading to Nightstone next. <laughs> so that's pretty much where we are. We've got a couple of days before now in the summit. Um, you have a couple of things on your plate. Mert or Dernan um, or Elminster, somebody has discussed um, getting the Serenishad from the church to help prevent the continued creation of the cult of Syric. Um, there has been some discussion that there may be more information about the Serenishad in the library at Nightstone. Um, so you've got a couple of different options at this point to choose from as to where you'd like to go. Nightstone and back, you'll be teleporting. So travel is not that big of a concern in terms of the number of days that it would take to travel there. It's probably half a day there and half a day back 
Hmm. Are we thinking of going to Nightstone immediately? I, I, I would tell you this. I, I don't know how prepared we are to go to Nightstone, but I feel very unprepared to go looking for the book in the Underdark. I, I just don't feel I've in my head. I've played it out a couple different times, different scenarios, even with our reconnaissance mission that we're planning. I've got no idea how we pull this off because I don't think we can just walk in and take the book and shove it in the bag of holding and walk out. I, 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 I just don't have any ideas at all. I've got a complete blank on how to complete that mission. So if there's more information that we could learn by going to Nightstone first, that would be fine. Now, that being said, if we want to do this recon mission and then head off to Nightstone, I mean, so then we have a little bit more information, then I, I would be up for that. But at this point, I wouldn't even know how to start the assault on the church. Z had also requested a map of whatever might be available at the church. Um, and... Dernan, I think, is the one who said, yes, we could probably get one from one of our folks on the inside. That has not happened yet, obviously. Well, there's, we're kind of dead in the water there. There's no point in, without a map. Mm -hmm. Not wrong. And if there, I agree, if there's more information to find about the book itself, I think that'd be good going in. I think my question about Nightstone is, what are we hoping to accomplish there? I mean, certainly to go into the library but are we are we messing with the stone as well i mean if we're there i don't see why not let's just see if syrup appears if i put this stone together that would not be good <laughs> but i think oh. elminster wanted us to do that didn't he mm -hmm. yeah he told us yeah. at some point we were going to have to go collect that night stone so that andrew could use it as a weapon now maybe it's completely the wrong time for that but that was on the long-term list of things that we're supposed to do. Yeah. Well, considering how long it's been since the last time we were in Nightstone and it's been on the list, I feel like if we don't do it now, how long is it going to be till the next time we're in Nightstone? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, hell, if we don't have the, the several day uh, pass by the troll caves travel there, we could just teleport there. I'd, I'd say, why not? That will hardly cut into my weaving time. Okay. Speaking of weaving time, there are two other things on the to-do list. One was we were going to look in the book uh, in the Encyclopedia Eliana to see if there was a amulet in there that matches the description of the one that we have that Sirik might have. And then the second thing was we were going to look for, because Z made a perfect sketch of the rune that was on Elminster's sword, we need to. We were going to see if we can find some more information about that. So those were two other things to kind of do tonight or sometime, because mm -hmm. those are both kind of little pieces of information that we might be able to those might add be to better. the overall picture. Those would be better done at Troll School because I don't want to break the book out in the middle of mm -hmm. the bar here, yeah. depending on if uh, there are any cult members looking around. 
There aren't currently, um, but you have seen them. Well, on that note, something else that's been bothering Barrett is the fact that we do keep carrying around. I mean, I know we gave the boxes of shadow magic away. We gave the hammer no. away. Wait, did we give? Oh, we gave the little box. We the still little have box. The chest. Yeah. But I just hate the idea that we're schlepping around <laughs> all of this very important stuff. It, it, it would be nice if there was some place that we could leave it that was secure, but I don't know where that is. And Ellie's shaking her head, so maybe it's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, always having the, the things that we think are dangerous is better than leaving them behind, because if we're far away, how are we going to get those things when we need them? Like when we go to Mithranar, are we going to leave these things at Troll Skull? where you previously said that it would be unsafe for the people who were there? Or are we gonna leave them at the hall? Or I feel like it's better just to keep the dangerous stuff with us, right? I think the biggest benefit too to the bag is the items are essentially in a different plane. They're not on the material plane, so no one can really look for them while they're in the bag. Yeah, all right, Ooh. that's fair. I'm just as uncomfortable as you carrying these things around, but at least in the bag, they're technically not here. And that so let me understand. What you would like is a safe in Troll Skull that is also on another plane so that you can we have a safe reach into the safe <laughs> or into the bag of holding and pull out contents from either. Yeah, so they'd be that, connected. The bag of holding and the safe. Awesome. Right, a yes. planar tunnel. To the same right? plane. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Basically those mail chutes. It's, you know? the, it's the banker's tube. That's it. That's it. Have a little pneumatic yes. tube inside your. Um, the bank of holding. Done. Uh, oh. Oh, nice. That's a new artwork to draw. No. Are you it's kidding? It, if we start that business, we're set for life in Waterdeep. Yeah. It's, it's, it's basically Gringotts. Waterdeep, but cooler. No, oh, it's Gringotts Plus. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I can't think of anything else that we need to ask Dernan or Mert or Lady Nander. So did Elminster, when you did the send to him, did he say, Don, did he say that he wanted to talk to us? Um, I sent to him that we would be at Troll Skull later tonight, and he suggested that if we think there will be more information on the church or the Serenishad in the library, that we should potentially go there first. So. There was no disagreement from him about going there instead of infiltrating the church to begin with. Okay. And then to ask Mert about the party. Party? Oh, goodness, no. <laughs> the summit. Wrong kind of party. <laughs> mm -mm. About the summit. And, um, and then Mert had mentioned that it might be good if Elminster goes to that as well, which it sounds like he is. So mm, is Mert coming to Troll Skull tonight? at all or no i think uh he he would not be planning to unless you need him there um no i think the last time we i thought the last time we had a session mert was supposed said something about reconvening at troll skull either oh, after this or maybe it was after his birth his birthday i need him to look after at a letter that i have birthday. i need him to verify oh, okay. some paperwork so, yeah. documents uh and he does want to he does want to get to see the boys, if that's at all possible. Uh, but right now, it's been a very long few days, and I could use some sleep. 
says Mert. Z, what do you think we should do next? I think we should sleep on it and go to um, Nightstone in the morning. I like that idea. I like it. All right. So as you are, I assume you're headed back to Troll Skull then, yeah? Oh, yeah. finally, yeah. Finally, okay. Um, on the way back to Troll Skull, it is, the, the winter has definitely set in. So the weather is still very cold, snow on the ground. Uh, this much walking or even traveling through Waterdeep from south to north is, yeah, you're grateful that you're teleporting. The snow that's on the ground is starting to show its age as um, as fewer fewer remnants of horses are actually picked up and scooted off the streets in the <laughs> middle of the snow, and the snow mixes with anyway. Um, the The number of people on the streets is certainly reduced. Uh, obviously, on the high road, there's still traders moving back and forth. Not a whole lot of cultists or anybody else, for that matter, out on the streets. They're certainly there. There's certainly a presence. The streets aren't empty, but there it's not. You know, not the bustle of Waterdeep that you're familiar with thus far. Uh, the weather is probably going to stay like this for a little bit. So yes. Is the do we know the Balsam knew the location of the Church of Sirik because he scouted it. Did, I, I'm assuming he shared that with the rest of the team. So do I we know it, it and is it on the way? Like, I don't think I've ever seen it on a map, but is it is it remotely on the way? It is not on the way. Well, okay. I mean, it's up near Troll Skull, but it's, it would be over to the west, closer to the coast, um, away from Troll Skull. So you I just didn't certainly know could wanted... go by it. I mean, you certainly Well, yeah, that's what I'm asking the team. Yeah. Do we want to swing by? Because Barrett's never seen it. He doesn't know if you've seen it, so. Uh, Rascal has seen it, correct? Yeah, yeah. Not Rascal inside, just outside. That's right. So Rascal Where is Rascal. Way. He's with you, I'm sure. Okay. Because so I know it, he was. It was just an idea on the on the way back if we wanted to walk by it for some reason to see what, as a reconnaissance of the reconnaissance. Pre-reconnaissance. Pre, 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 pre-planning. What time of night is it right now? It's still like early afternoon. Oh, it is early afternoon? Yeah, it's still okay, daylight. Then. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea, right? Okay. Sure, why not? All right, so, daylight, so. you sidestep over a couple of streets and continue heading north um, and following the direction that Rascal leads you on the way to what you know as the Church of Sirik. You come across the building itself takes up a pretty much a full city block. It is a two-story building and seems to fit in pretty well with most of the other buildings around it. It doesn't look anything like a church. It looks much more like a, a functioning warehouse of sorts. Um, there are windows on the upper floor couple of trees make the roof pretty accessible. Um, there's not a lot of business going on. You do see there are two wagons, one full, one empty in the yard. Uh, apparently, judging by the ruts in the ground, they're to be wheeled in and then wheeled out at some point. 
you two see the double doors where the uh, wagons seem to go through and those ruts kind of get in and out of those doors. A um, couple of different entrances on the ground floor. There's the double doors where the carts go in and out. And then there seem to be at least two other doors that you can see without, you know, looking suspicious um, that are one on the south side and one on the west side that are just single in and out kind of doors. Um, the only people that you notice are, <clears throat> excuse me, apparently come out of the door and head toward one of the full carts. Um, there's a conversation between them. Don, I think if you're watching, yep, you would be able to read lips. They're just having a discussion about how to get this cart inside. Apparently the horses are currently gone. Whatever horses they use to draw these wagons um, are being used by someone else. And they're trying to figure out if they should get the cart inside or leave it where it stands. They speak in very whispered tones to each other. Um, none of you can overhear what they're saying. It's, it's Don's ability to read lips that gives you that information. Um, but they are speaking common. They're both human. Um, nothing strange about them, obviously, just their robes. They, their bottoms of their robes are a little bit dirty from sloshing through the snow and the dirt around back and forth with this wagon, it looks like. But other than that, there's nothing, nothing churchy about this building. Uh, it definitely looks like a, a functioning warehouse or business of some sort with loading doors and that sort of things. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't scream church. Well, while we're here, it's a perfect opportunity for a little tree sneak and peek. All righty. So what we can do, I think then, let me just have a look at this real quick. Uh, not that one. Uh, not that one either. Hmm. Did we say door on the southern side? The the like double doors are the ones on the southern side, and then there's like single doors on the east and north. Did uh, I make east, that up? Uh, backwards. The double doors are on the east side. There's single door on the west and the south. Oh. So literally you had that, all of this completely backwards. Um, okay, so if, uh, are you, is that what you want to do, Z? You want to try and climb a tree and see if you can do it without Just being Just climb, climb some trees and, um, you know, not to go to any great length, not to be seen, just to have some fun climbing the tree. That. Oh, okay, all right. So kind of more of a, here's a fun tree. Let me see if I can scale Here's it. a fun, that's going to be the general tone. Got it. Brett will stand by on the other side of the street and be ready to make a uh, uh, distraction if Z falls out of the tree or something. Understood. Yeah, just run around underneath with a net. Who's a net? Understood. Um, All right, Z. And Z, before you climb, I'll give you guidance. Oh, good heavens. All right. <laughs> and I will have, I will make Rascal invisible and just hover in the general vicinity of Z as well. All right. Um, I think I have those. Just give me Keep one. An eye out. I'm guessing a 31 for an acrobatics check. 
Uh, yeah. And they rolled a four on their perception check. So I think you're pretty good. Um, there we go. Attic level. Okay, Z. So the roof, um, if you wanted to jump on it, it's a slate roof, but it's in pretty bad repair. It would be fairly easy to get over to it. You could then um, potentially look through the holes and see what you can see, or whatever it is you describe to me what you would like to do, and that's what we'll do. I'd like to climb high and fast and see what I could see from the best tree perch I could find without climbing onto any buildings. Okay. Without climbing onto any buildings. Is that what you said? Correct. Okay. So in that case, uh, you would probably end up on the northeastern side. Um, I can show you guys a map. I don't think sure. it would be that big of a deal to show you this. So let me grab that. Be right back. Stefan, I gotta say I'm a little disappointed. Oh, now she left. She left. Didn't tell us yeah. it was onesie night, is that it? No, it well, like, I guess like maybe costume. that's your costume. You said every week in October you were gonna wear something Halloween-ish. Yeah, well, I did a mud run two days ago, so I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. It's as good as it's gonna get for today. All right, so this is the layout. Um, I will share this for you in just one second. Let me just make a frame here. So if anybody is in Miro and would like to join, we're on frame 48. Oh, wow, there's a frame yeah. for that. I, can you believe it? Um, which is labeled Cyric Upper Floor. <laughs> Um, and I will share that. Labeled death location. Death location. This is where you will die. Uh, right. So, Z, what you have, um, we're going to put you. Let me grab a Z. I need a Z. There's a Z. So Z, we will put you right around here in this tree. Mm -hmm. Our boys who are unloading and thinking about the carts are over here on this eastern side. Mm -hmm. And the uh, there is a window near you that you can see. This right here is a window. And you can see pretty easily from that. So. We'll say you climbed up in one of these trees and hopped over, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and what you notice on the inside is uh, it's there's no artificial lighting. It's just basically lights streaming in through mm -hmm. holes in the ceiling or holes in the planked walls, things like that. It's very dusty inside. It appears to be mostly a dirt floor. There is quite a bit of refuse, um, empty containers, broken crates, broken barrels, that sort of stuff. There are a number of cots laying about, bedrolls, sorry, on the floor. Um, a couple of them are occupied. They aren't in this picture, but just for, um, for the sake of this, they are. And otherwise, it's 
it doesn't look anything like a church obviously it looks like an empty warehouse from the vantage point where you are it's kind of hard to see up here um but presumably you would shuffle yourself around to kind of get a good view the only remarkable thing is at the very northern point of the church is a very dark staircase leading downward um based on what elminster has told you and what you've heard thus far it seems like that stairwell is probably what leads to the actual church uh, there are a few cultists coming up and down the stairs carrying baskets or crates or whatever from as they unload one of the wagons that's over here. Um, but there's no, no sense of any church activity going on, if that makes any sense. Uh, you also notice from where you are, there is an attic level, one, one level up that appears to be mostly just for storage of, of meats or dried food, things like that hanging above. It's, a, it's all made of, <laughs> pardon the pun, but catwalks. So one could, um, could easily go in through the attic and prowl about above people if one needed to do that. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he'll continue it more than that. That's, I'll come back down and kind of share the layout of the building well, but I didn't see anyone and it looks like there's only one entrance down. All right. So on sharing and, that if and there's an question. attic space as well. So all of that. Maybe quiet infiltration might be the better way to go than or a combination of both. To go in, obviously, to go in quietly. Right. Like a pair of people go in, obviously, but then a pair of people use that as a distraction to get up in their rafters and stealth around and watch and see what happens when, you know, when we leave or with the cart or whatever it is. I, it, it may be a, I mean, we could talk about it, but uh, it, I'd like to see what, I'd like to see what happens when there's some activity there. Like just getting an idea of what does security look like, right? Mm -hmm. Can anybody wearing a silver robe or a black and purple robe just walk in and go down the stairs? Or are they challenged or just trying to understand that first level of security? But even reconnaissance charm, I don't know if charm would work on these guys or because of their relationship to the book that they're not charmable. Yeah, that is... Always a good question. Or we can just burn it to the ground. There we go. Also, so not we nuke it from orbit. Nuke it from orbit. Exactly. Certainly, certainly could. Just start dumping uh, decanters of endless water down the stairwell and flood them out. Until you fill up the underdark. All right. Good job, Z. All right, any other questions about that before I leave this map? I, I have just a, I mean, it's not, it's kind of, oh, is that a well? There is a, I was just about to say, there is a well house on the southern side of the property as well. As well. <laughs> well. 
um, I was going to ask, do we have, I'm assuming we do at Troll Skull or could easily get a hold of one, an accurate map of Waterdeep? You and do. The reason I'm asking is, is that we know where one access to the Underdark is through the Yawning Portal. And if this is another access on a map, could we at least plot, you know, it's 600 yards northwest. So you have access to a map of Waterdeep. It does not have, that you remember anyway, does not have any um, specific points of access to the under Underdark. Right. But, but we know the Yawning Portal is one, and we know this is one. So if they connect, we should be able, we're just saying, worst case, if we end up in, in the Yawning Portal and we need to start picking a direction and a distance to go, we kind of know generally where we would need to go. Okay. We also have Neolore's map with markers on it. We never really did confirm or deny that those might also be access points to the Underdark. Ooh. I think they were, I mean, you're right, we didn't confirm or deny, but I think we were under the impression that they were um, Zent strongholds of sorts or connections to Zents and the and the Zents and the Zents. So um but if thought, any of those are in the Underdark. Yeah, I thought they were good. all in the sewers, but maybe some of them were underdark too. All right. Um while we're here, this might be a weird question. Can I do an arc? Kana check to see if I can just sense any magic around the Absolutely. exterior of the church. Sure. Can can he smell evil? Go ahead and say it. <laughs> can I smell the evil? Um, that's a nat one. So no. Oh, wow. no. I was just about to bless you. All right. Uh, no, uh, no there's nothing, is a 10. <laughs> there's there's nothing that um is obviously magic, at least not anything that you would relate to magic. All right. All right. Anything else for for the warehouse church of Zurich? Mm, I'm just thinking there's got to be a way to paint our way in too. That's not the obvious entrance. So on the outside, the tree that you're in obviously um, is tall enough that it comes up to the roof level. So you were able to see through the, the window there and basically onto the attic level. Uh, this around... Am I still sharing? I am. Uh, all of this on this northeast corner is just bush, just overgrown bushes and trees up against the building. Um, so just scouting through quickly, that particular spot does offer quite a bit of cover if one were looking for some time to paint something. But there you go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Stowed for future reference. All right. So heading back over now to Trollskull. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So as you approach Trollskull, um, you're probably a good quarter mile away still and billowing smoke. No, just kidding. Trollskull's fine. It's right there where you left it. <laughs> trail of blood leading away from right a trail of blood leading to and away yes um, oh gosh the blood is on there's fire just, there's just scribbles all over the ground 
It's just and shadow magic just spilling out all over everywhere. No, Troll Skull is fine. It is exactly how you left it. Um, Erky is inside uh, getting dinner ready. He greets you as you come in. And I, I didn't know if you'd be back for dinner, but I made some anyway. Um, whatever it is smells spectacular. Um, yeah, but otherwise Troll Skull is there waiting for you if there's anything specific you would like to do while you're in Troll Skull. Cool. So, Ellie, you uh, you can do this uh, teleportation thing. Uh, I mean, Who? not right now, but I just didn't I know if it do... was something in your wheelhouse. Because if we're going to Nightstone next tomorrow, then. No, not who, that who teleportation thing. Oh. That was only Tabitha with the circles you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, the circles. Anybody can use the circles? Mm. Uh, no. No. Circle to no. circle is Mert. Yeah. So then I guess out of character, I need a clarification. When you said earlier you're glad we're going to be teleporting, that was Mert who That's suggested. Mert. Okay. All right. He has All a right. teleportation right. circle somewhere okay. he offered for us to use. Yes. Now so. I've got it. At least through the yeah. basement of his hunting lodge. And then from there to Nightstone is about half a day. Correct. All right, Barrett turns to Dawn and says, are you out of uh, magic juice for today? Can you do any more sending? I can't. That's fine. I'll, I'll hit you up for something tomorrow or the next day. And then Barrett will take a few minutes to write on a couple pieces of paper and send one off to Blackstaff and one off to Silverhand and asking them about the insignia of claws. If either one of them have one or access to one that he could borrow. And then while dinner's getting ready, Barrett would suggest if no one has anything else to do that we take a look at those runes or or the rune or the the book. Let's see if um, we can find I can leave the book with you guys while I go look at the rune because that's just me staring at it or studying it for a, a bit. But if you guys want to have a look through the book or uh, amulet? Or just Sirik's name. Yeah. Or Dreslin's, if it's attached to any mm -hmm. objects. Dreslin, Dresden. So Dreslin. she'll take the... There were so many names at the beginning. There were. Not our fault. It was, it was confusing. <laughs> Is there a spell that's... might be on purpose. <laughs> Is there a spell um, that's like a word search through a big document? There darn well should be, but there is not one that there I know. There should of. be. It's called and investigation. Since you're going to a library, check. that might be interesting. Yes, it is called an investigation check. So, who's taking so, the book first? I can do it. All righty. Take it. And what are you looking there for you specifically? Um, the amulet first. Okay. With I'll give her like guidance. I'll and this is the amulet. Where do you see this amulet? Elminster described it. Oh, okay. We didn't have a name for it, but we thought yeah, we might we, be able to find it by description. 
So yes. Barrett will give you guidance and then he'll also help you. Cool. If that's allowed. Oh, nice. Okay. So I will take the guidance. Um, oh my gosh, why are four so hard to pick up? That's going to be a 25. Ooh, 25. So flipping through the book, um, you guys have kind of started to get used to some sort of organizational system in the book, or at least you're familiar with the pages that you've already scanned. So it gets a little easier every time you scan through it, but it takes a good minute. I mean, it's a, it's a big book, so it's a good 25 minutes or so until you finally come upon just a very brief description uh, there's a small sketch of what looks like it might be the amulet that belongs to Siric. And next to it, there's a, uh, the note next to it says name, question mark. Um, and then it says worn by Siric priests. And then power unknown. Great. And that's it. It is a very minor entry. All right, that gives us the only new information is that it's not necessarily worn by Cyric so much as his priests, and I guess there are multiples of them. Hmm. Certainly could be. Mm -hmm. How long would it take Ellie to translate the single rune sketch that he had? Oh, right. So um that takes a little bit because it is it is an ancient magic rune and you've got one so it's it's a little bit more challenging it's probably a good two hours or so to start feeling out that rune but the rune as close as you can get translates to weapon sorry to what weapon weapon Um, in the series of the, the runes that are on the sword, it essentially, remember these are, are, are at least Elminster believes that these are coming from um, Mistra to guide him on whatever the mm -hmm. next thing is supposed to be. Uh, Ellie, so as you're kind of putting all these things together, you would mm -hmm. uh, roll an insight check. Insight? Yeah. Yeah, we'll do insight. And then just do a straight intelligence check. Uh, so that's a six. Okay, and then just do a straight intelligence check. Oh, not that's great. Okay, I, I wrote so total three of nine. twice. So it's not fair. The the meaning of it related to the other runes. It just escapes you for right now. Um, it doesn't make sense combined with the other runes in there. Um, at least it, it doesn't give you any real insight into what the, the total message might be that Mr. is trying to communicate to Elminster. Or the fates are communicating to Elminster day. or whatever. Yes, it has been a long day. Uh, Z, you probably still have some time to get another few hours of weaving in mm -hmm. uh, but as you guys are kind of winding down there is a knock on the door presumably somebody's going to answer the door we well, immediately throw our weapons for two hours, so. 
Okay. <laughs> Who's, Who's the answering the door? I mean, if All no right. one else is, yeah, I will. I'll answer the door. Oh, Sarah okay. answers the door. She's right. weaving. She's <laughs> weaving. Yeah, at, um, least, at least looking at a room. It is Renair, and he kind of looks over his shoulder real quick and, and hastily says, can I come in? Quick question. Yes. When I heard the knock, could I have shut the book and stuck it under the table? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Sure. This is why we don't. Barrett does an inside check. On Renair? On Renair. Okay. To see if it's him and to see uh, if he looked what this book is and why he's in a hurry. It's an 18 total. Fabulous. So he did bring a carriage. There's a carriage out by the road. Um, and he seems hurried. Um, it, it appears to be him. There's nothing about him that would give away some sort of ruse. Uh, but he appears to be in some sort of hurry to speak with you. Uh, is the carriage empty other than him? Uh, roll a perception check. When did this happen? Like 24. towards the end of the night? Sorry. 24. Uh, probably after about an hour after you got back to Troll Skull. Um, okay. No, it is not empty. There, You can make out the figure of a woman sitting inside, not coming inside, <laughs> but she is sitting in the carriage. Okay. And of course role, his driver, his driver as well. Yeah. With that role, can I tell if she's attentively watching or just... No, sitting? she's just sitting in the carriage. You can make right. out her silhouette. Um, and she, you know, she's not like looking out yeah. or anything okay. like that. Yeah. She's just sitting. And it's maybe a silhouette that I've punched lately, recently. Uh, it, it would look familiar. Yes. It All would, right. It would look like, yeah, you would assume that it, it's probably um, everybody's favorite assassin. Barrett will open the door wide and ask Rainier, sure. I mean, or tell Rainier, sure. Come on in. Uh, he waves out at his carriage driver, um, just a, a quick finger in the air. And the carriage driver nods and pulls away. Um, and Renier steps in. And um, he still looks pretty bad. He's, he's obviously come from the, straight from Mert's house, or at least from wherever he went after that. They're obviously on their way home. <clears throat> and so he's still covered in blood. He's still got holes in his, his um, tunic and all that good stuff. But he said, I, I, I've been meaning to talk with you i uh, obviously the the issues at mertz kept us distracted for a few days but uh I, I wanted to discuss with you this meeting that is coming up uh i don't know i don't know what you've heard about the meeting but i i can tell you it's it's not happening on good terms uh you're you're being invited as a potential source of strength, but also a potential enemy. Uh, I don't know what Silverhand has in store. Um, neither does Blackstaff. She, she was unclear as to why, but uh, it appears as all the powerful negative forces of Waterdeep are being invited to the meeting. And I just wanted you to be aware and be on your guard. Um, you 
you do have friends in the castle. I, I'm not sure that Silverhand is among them. What makes you say that? Yeah. Um, Blackstaff and I go back a ways and she, uh, she sought me out to try to get a message to you. I would have told you sooner, uh, but as soon as your airship landed, she, she tasked me with letting you all know. I don't think you need to do anything special. She didn't say you needed to prepare weapons or anything. She just said, be on your guard. Uh, it, it seems as though she's on your side for at least her. Um, but I, I, I can't tell you what Silverhand thinks. She doesn't know. She usually is, um, she's usually Silverhand's right hand, so to speak. And Silverhand usually shares with her most things. And Silverhand has genuinely been a, a great leader for Waterdeep. So, well, it's just strange. And she wanted me to make sure that you knew. Do you think this is the kind of situation where Silverhand is, coup is too strong of a word, but is she gathering together all of the negative forces, as you say, so that we can be eliminated in one fell stroke or? Well, I, I suppose that's possible. I, that would, that would cause an immediate riot. I, I don't see that that's, She's wiser than that. I don't, I don't see I don't see her doing something like that. Um, she's usually very steady-handed as well. She doesn't make rash decisions. Um, uh, the The only thing I can put together is that the cult concerns her, and well, she's she's starting with you all, perhaps to assess if there's any connection with the cult, maybe or. Um, Maybe just to gauge whether you're on her side or not. Uh, I, I really don't know. Blackstaff had very little to say about the matter, and clearly sharing secrets like that with me are, is, well, probably not a good thing for her to do. Did your, you received an invitation, correct? Yes. Did your, if I may ask, did your invitation state that you would be escorted under armed guard to the castle? Uh, it did not. And did it state a reason as to why you were invited? Our invitation says that we are wanting to, that we're wanted to answer questions on the shadow dragon attack. Uh, no, it, it, it didn't mention any of those things. I assumed I was being invited because of uh, my status, because father was the formal, uh, former open hand or open lord of Waterdeep. I, um, I don't, I don't really know. It's, it's not unheard of for me to attend a meeting like that, but it doesn't happen every day. I can tell you. Just the more I hear about this meeting, the more I don't like it. Yes, that's Reed. That was the concern. Um, at any rate, I'm afraid I, I don't have much time. I do need to get, get going, but um, just, I, I wish I had better advice to give you or more information even. Just uh, Blackstaff suggested be on your guard. And obviously I, I hope we know each other well enough that you will keep this in confidence. She could 
uh, well, she could, um, it would be very bad if anyone found out that she had shared this with me. Uh, I only shared with you my source so that you would understand where it was coming from. And as he's just finishing up, you can hear the clip-clop of the horses coming back around where um, his carriage has now pulled back up. And, and he says, uh, there's my carriage. Um, I, I, I'm afraid I don't have any more information for you. I will keep my ears open and see if I come up with anything or if I hear anything. Um, but otherwise, do be careful. Well, I, I know this sounds improbable, but if you do happen to speak to Blackstaff again, we know that this cult may be penetrating to other levels of society. I don't know if Blackstaff has any way of checking that Silverhand hasn't been compromised, but it might be something to keep in mind. Yes, obviously, uh, that, that would definitely be a concern, so. Um, but otherwise, thank I see you very her, much for the on. information. Yeah. Yes, and thank you again for um, saving my neck. That's, that's twice. I'll owe you for this one for a while, I suspect. And he turns and heads out the door. Uh, as he gets in his carriage, it, it's definitely um, who you expected to see in his carriage. She just kind of leans forward and leans back. Um, and she looks rough. I mean, she looks tired. She looks rough. Oh. And they drive away. Clip-clop, clip-clop, clip-clop. Well, well, well. Charming couple. Mm -hmm. The more I hear about this meeting, the more I do not like it. Yeah. Um, sorry. Assuming you've told Z and Ellie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not Present. telling you. It's a cleric secret. Big guy talk. Cleric's got to keep their secrets, apparently. Um, yeah, it's, I said it in the DM chat, but it sounds like if we don't show up, and I know we've all been considering just not going, because why, why do they need us there? But if we don't show up, it's going to be very bad. Like, it's going to immediately look like we're hiding something. And on that note, I do find it interesting that both Dernan and Mert and Elminster were all there. And if this was just to get information on the Shadow Dragon attack, you'd think they would invite anybody who was anybody who was there. And they haven't. It doesn't sound like they will. And Elminster didn't even know this meeting is happening. And if he and Silverhand are as close as I think, I mean, they were talking almost the entire time together at the soft open. Or the benefit. It all blurs together. Maybe oh they goodness. were. That's Maybe they were arguing. Maybe Silverhand just doesn't like us and she doesn't know why like it though. likes us. I mean, it sounded like the entire time he was just complimenting what we'd done with the place. Yeah. But I, I find it interesting that he he said that he doesn't know what her motives are for this meeting. And theoretically, the motives were in the invitation that no one else received. I don't like that. So I, just a, a little bit more background on Rainier, because um, you would have gotten to know him pretty well during the building of your um, tavern and all that good stuff. Um, his, you know, his father used to be the open lord of, of Waterdeep, 
and was ousted because of um, less than upstanding activities. Uh, but Renair still remains, I mean, one of the reasons that he had the resources and the wherewithal to help you with the tavern is that he still remains one of the richest landowners in Waterdeep. He has land holdings north, south, and every ward. Um, and between Mert and talking with Renair, you would have eventually gathered that. So um, as far as his invitation, that is one that would occur to you as one possibility as to why he would be there just as a, a, a powerful member of Waterdeep society. He never acts like it. He never, you know, he doesn't throw his weight around that way. Um, but you would have come to learn those things over the time. So. So you have a big meeting at Waterdeep Castle. You invite people with money, people who are bad. The mafia. <laughs> people who seem good also have money, but then could potentially be bad, which seems to be us. Maybe we're just, they were like checking all the boxes and we checked all three. Well, I already thought it was strange. They were come get us at sundown under armed guard. I mean, we took I out- I always assumed well, the armed guard- We didn't guard. take out a shadow dragon, but- yeah, I assumed the armed guard- Wasn't just us though. Yeah. I assumed the armed guard part was because they were asking us to leave our weapons behind. And so they were saying, well, we'll provide security for you since you won't be able to provide it for yourself. But I guess I'm more paranoid wow. than I thought because wow. I didn't take no, it that way. No, I, mean, I thought that was the Talk about but... underestimating Hardy. <laughs> yeah, we're going to leave your weapons behind. You'll be defenseless. Oh, okay. Sure. That's what you think. Let's leave our weapons behind. Well, the monk wouldn't be defenseless, so. I mean, neither would Z. Nope. No, I, I don't. I, you guys are, are a threat with weapons or without. I, I, anyway. I was actually, out of character, I was actually thinking about that. Like, as long as Dawn has her holy symbol, Z's a weapon by himself. <laughs> Ellie's a weapon by himself. Barrett's a weapon by himself. So we we are not weapon independent, but we're not helpless without weapons. Agreed. Not at all. Agreed. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So how much time do we have before dinner? How much would you like to have? Um, well, oh, go ahead. Oh, you go first. Well, Barrett did have a, if Z heads off to his loom yep um or to yeah to the loom that barrett did have wanted to have just a quick sidebar with him okay so z being the, never made the gloves what <laughs> being, the, being the master uh weaver tailor that you are um i've acquired these two clubs from elminster and it dawned on me that I would love to be able to hide them in my new traveling cloak here that I have. Like, so could you help me design a pocket in a seam where I could stow these clubs that maybe they would be, because they're only about 18, 20 inches long and they're pretty thin. It's not like a caveman club. It's more like a stick, but I would like to uh, 
secret these things away in my travel cloak. That can can you help me like figure out where the best place to hide them would be? God, I could, but that's kind of a waste of my time. That's an easy an easy problem solved by a local seamstress. Oh, I can do the sewing. I just thought with your expertise, it might go a little easier. But if you've got other things to do, that's fine. Yeah, tailoring is not really, that's a tailoring question, not a magical weaving question. I'm terrible at the tailoring, frankly. I, did you see the pair of gloves I made for you? They were terrible. The magic was good, but the gloves were just terrible. Well, all right. I uh, I apologize then. I, I've always found your, right. your clothing to be uh, amazingly tailored, but all right. Thank you. Fair enough. I'll work on this project He's myself. like, I got too much on my plate. I got too much on my plate. No, that, that's good. No, no I'm, worries. I'm trying to make a juggling ball that will scream, and you want me to sold pocket for your bat? No, seriously. I, I, so just fine. I just wanted your expertise <laughs> on where best to do said sewing. Put it but, there. Uh, Put it there. All right. Thank there. you. Got it. <laughs> okay, that that didn't go how I planned. But all right, move <laughs> along. Next scene. Yeah, the poor cat is so stressed out. You caught him at like the worst time. Oh. Trying to make a juggling ball that screams. You want me to sew a pocket? To hold your bat. Well, here, on uh, my way out the door, I'll give you guidance uh, so that while you're making this juggling ball, you can have. Uh, Thank you. Blessing. Enough of these interruptions. Oh, poor Z. Poor Z. I'm trying to save the world with some, one juggling ball at a time. <laughs> he's got a lot of balls in the air you know right. um okay uh anything else before dinner and bedtime yes uh, mm, um because i have the book could i go ahead and just do a word search on Cyric and see if i land on anything yeah sure cool. uh, it's gonna be 17 17 so there are mentions of Cyric here and there, but there's no, there's not like a chapter on Cyric. There are mentions of all the gods here and there throughout the book, as some of them granted the power to make such and such a magic item or showed interest in a magic item or, you know, the person who created it in the, the, um, in the first place was a follower of Cyric or, or any of the other uh, major gods. Um, but there's no, here's a page about Cyric. Here yeah. are his weaknesses. Here are his vulnerabilities. Here he's resistant to, you know, no such Yeah, I just wanted to see like if it that. lands on any items no one has mentioned, like his name is associated with a thing or anything like that. No, not okay. any, I mean, cool. other than the ones that you already know about. Um, Perfect. There's not more stuff to worry about finding. Yeah, so well, more. I mean, and obviously it's a very big book. And even with a 17, you know, you, you can't get through every mm -hmm. single word. Um, so there may still be any, may still be things in there, but whatever it is, it's obviously it's, or rather it's not obvious or easy to find. Mm -hmm. Anything else? If we've got an hour before dinner, Barrett will head to the dojo to, uh, to finally have some time to attune to the items that, um, 
Elminster gave him and to do a short rest. I'll All say right. before you go uh, first. <laughs> before Ellie went to go study the rune, uh, she informed everyone about the missing pages in the book. So that so after the the entry on the Serenishad that we read the last time, I noticed that there were pages ripped out. These are, this is the section we noticed when we first got the book. This might, I think we had a theory that the pages that were missing from the book are the pages that those wizards had. These, cause it's the whole start of what should be the creation stones. Cause this next page is that last little entry, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> so she'll tell you guys that before leaving. Um, well, and then also, I guess later on before dinner, at some point in the night, she will talk to Barrett and eventually ask if she could have, uh, the dagger that he took off of Esbel. Did you Are see you me take a dagger? I don't know. I never got to roll for it. And you didn't roll pretty high. You rolled under my passive perception, so it's up to you and the DM, I guess. I mean, if that's the case, then if you wanted to see it, you would have seen it. What do you want that's with the, the dagger? What do you mean, what do I want with the dagger? <laughs> the only other weapon I use is a dagger. Mostly. All right. You can have it. It's a plus two dagger. Ooh. Thank you. So um, it is a plus two dagger. It's a very, very nice plus two dagger. Uh, it's clearly above being just a plus two dagger. It is incredibly well made. It's beautiful. Um, there are jewels in the hilt, but not huge ostentatious jewels, just enough to make it glint in the light. And um, you can tell just by the end of the blade, which has just a little bit of a curve to it, um, that it is razor sharp pretty much all the time. Wow. Okay. I will nicely say thank you to Barry. It's pretty fancy. It's pretty fancy. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I had to turn off the answering machine. What was your, did you say something? You have an answering machine? Yeah. My wife won't let us get rid of the home phone. You have a home phone? I know. We have. Wow. We're the last people in the country to have a home wow. phone. Wow. Wow. Yeah, home v phone. VHS. Yeah. You have a home phone too? I mean, I have a VHS too, but that's different. That's for entertainment. Entertainment is always more important than necessity. I the home phone costs us $2 a month with Google, so... Oh, no, I, I know, I know. I mean, I, technically, I have one, too. It comes with my internet, but I've never hooked no. it up to anything. <laughs> yeah, anyway, with my parents. Sorry, sorry. Um, totally off topic. Back to, the, back to our game. Um, what else? One last thing. Yes. It's more of a reminder than something that has to happen now. Let me know what I find on um, Rascal's person. Oh, yeah, I have it in my list. I didn't get it okay, done cool. this week, but I will. Absolutely. It's all good. Um, there's nothing, 
nothing other than valuables. He's tiny. I didn't expect him to like come away with a sword. Yeah, he's got a great axe. He's been toting <laughs> around. That would have been amazing. Stuffed it in his own little bag of holding. Yep. Yeah, he like, he got saddlebags for himself. Saddlebags of holding for himself, and he just crammed oh. that in there. Uh, um. Okay. So dinner is is done. Um. Yes. More. Yes. One more thing. I was wondering sure. if I could check to see if I could potentially find any more information on the Nightstone because we're going there tomorrow. Um, you can roll, sure. Uh, 24. Um, so it is, it is very clear to you as you're looking through the section around the Nightstone um, and the other stones that the the pages that are missing are are the last of the information that you don't have. Um, at least that would be contained in this book. Presumably there is other information in other sources, but um, the the page on the Serenishad backs up to a missing page or, or several missing pages. And then the other Nightstone information that you already have continues. On. So okay. those three pages are pretty important. So it at least confirms what we're missing. Yep. Okay, darn. Uh, but you can be certain of that now. So mm -hmm. there's nothing else. In no, the it's still, it's a, still good. It was a very high roll. Yeah. Very high roll. Really? I don't think so. Um, okay. Anything else this evening? So presumably Mert will have gotten in touch through Erky or something to arrange a uh, time to meet tomorrow to teleport to the lodge. Um, if you guys have a, preference for time of day that you wanted that to happen that's certainly up to you uh, erky is going to teleport us to the lodge is that what you're saying or were we supposed to use our teleportation i'm confused because it sounds like we're leaving from what from uh troll skull which you are leaving from you're leaving from the teleportation symbol in troll skull with mert and lady nandar and erky assuming it it works properly now yeah. after it's been cleaned okay okay yeah. assuming That's it where works I was... properly after it's been cleaned because elminster gave you a hand with it a little bit so we'll, we'll hope yeah and yeah i guess at some point after we returned ellie would have pressed a digitation everything yeah. and then clean it more if necessary all well, the while going cursing from... tabitha's name for robbing <laughs> things and making messes going from circle to circle is usually pretty safe so even if one is, it's kind of like a QR code. As long as you can see most of it, it still works. Gotcha, gotcha. So morning, afternoon, evening. Personally, I would like to go first thing in the morning so that I'm trying to remember how long of a hike it is from Lodge to Nightstone. It's about half a day, about six hours. Half a day. Because I'd, I'd love to go and be done with it and then still get back to the lodge back in night. I mean, you know, and then and then come back here the next morning or whatever. I'm still not sure how we're getting back unless Mert Same. goes with us. Yeah, you would leave oh, We from just the have lodge. to go back. Yeah, we have to go back to Mert's and then teleport to... Back to Erky's. Well, to Mert's lodge and then teleport 
back to Troll Skull. Okay, to Mert's Lodge, but like somebody's got to cast the teleportation, which means Mert's got to come with us. I just yeah, assumed he was go- staying. Mert-, Mert is going to his lodge he- with you. Right, he's going to lodge, but he's right. not going to go to Nightstone with Lady Nander? No, she's going to stay with Mert. Oh, we're going there by ourselves. Oh, yeah. I thought Mert yeah. said he was going to go because he could get us past the traps that Mert set up. Oh, I thought he just said he was going to tell us how to get through those. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, then gosh. that's fine. Now it makes more sense to me because I was like, we need the dude to actually do the teleporting. So anyway, my suggestion would still be first thing in the morning so that we can get there, get it done, and maybe get back to the lodge by nightfall. And if we don't come back here, then we don't come back here. But I'd rather not spend the night in Nightstone where we don't know anything about it. But well, I guess we've stayed there once before at that little lodge. lodge. Yeah. Yeah. The same lodge. All right. Well, then I guess if that's the case, then Z, if you want to have a morning to do some more weaving, anybody else needs to do anything, then then we can do that. Especially since we're taking Mert and uh, Lady Nandar along, it seems only civilized to leave at noon or later. Knowing Mert, even after that uh, party, yeah. still party. And ask Mert, when are you going to be ready? So. Yeah. No, that's pretty much for him. Most of the days don't start until noon. So so that would definitely be his preference if you're leaving it up to him. Let's do that then. Okay. So um, you guys kind of while away the morning, getting rested up and um, figuring out what, yes? Mm-hmm. yes. So Barrett will step over to the steam and steel. Okay. See if, see if his special item is ready. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, yes, it is. Excellent. He'll pay the man and pay the men and take it. All right. Um, so, um, Erky makes a delightful breakfast, packs some food for the trip, because, um, you know, Erky's all about making sure you have the right food. So you have some food and ready to go. Uh, Mert shows up about 1130 with Lady Nandar. Um, and she has just a few simple requests of you. Um, she pat- passes a, a parcel of a couple of different letters um, in it. And she would like you, if, if you, before you go to the library, to turn those in to um, at the... Uh, at their keep, the Nandar keep, so that she can communicate with her staff what she wants done, that sort of thing. Um, Mert gives you one hint about, um, well, he tells you easily how to get past two of the things, two of the um, two of the wards that he helped establish on the library. But he tells you that the final one, um, the only thing that he knows about it is that the answer is on the first floor. And um, and he also points out that the librarian is often not very helpful. Not very helpful. 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 Um, yeah. He says, he kind of talks about the way that um, Dreslin established a librarian was um, 
not by hiring someone. It was by conjuring someone. And that someone is not thrilled about being in servitude of a library. So sometimes the librarian is not as helpful as one would hope. Conjuring someone. What? Yeah, I'm confused, but we'll figure it out. Like he then, summoned a spirit who was not a librarian and then forced them to work in a library? Um, Ellie says. Not, not really a spirit, per se. Um, it's a little complicated. I don't quite understand the magic. It's not an actual soul. It's like a, um, an unseen servant, so to speak, except a little more magical and a little less unseen. Okay. Uh, you have to understand, Dreslin had all kinds of spells and things that I knew nothing about, and uh, he, the librarian took him four days to conjure. I, I'm, I'm not sure exactly how he did it, um, but he was less than pleased with the result, but he didn't want to do it again, so there you are. Gotcha. All right. Um, so... Just Yes. For the sake of posterity in the podcast, it is now the ninth. Oh, I was going to ask you that question. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, the gotcha. ninth. Great. Yes. Great. The ninth. Um, of Nightall? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Um, it's the anniversary of the day that um, Blackstaff and Blackstaff and Renair met. Just so you know. Interesting. Anniversary of the day? Oh, the day they met. Um, at any rate, so uh, Mert and Erky kind of talk over looking at the, the teleportation circle and, and Erky is, I don't know, I don't, I just, I'm worried. And Mert's like, eh, come on, let's make it happen. Um, and so they go through the process, Lady Nandar's with you and um, boom, crack, boom, like a ding dong, uh, you show up in the basement at the hunting lodge. Um, with as soon as you get there, um, Erky claps on, and all the torches in the basement just come to light. Um, and it's dusty, like you remember it being, but it's still, you know, it's still kind of nice, still kind of homey, even for a basement. Um, and as you head upstairs through the lodge, it, it comes back to you how quite posh it was inside the hunting lodge. Um, and you're reminded that the hunting lodge has quite a number of its own defenses um, as you see suits of armor and such lying about or standing around um, in the lodge. So as far as getting you to the next location, um, there is a stable at the hunting lodge. So you can take horses if you prefer. Um, Mert offers his horses or you can walk. Uh, there, there is no carriage because they haven't brought it back yet. It's in water deep. Uh, what are our chances for not being interfered with by elves as he asks Merc? Or oh, Archie. yes, yes, yes. And he pulls out from his jacket, he pulls out another letter of passage for you that will get you past the elves. Um, you remember this letter or a very similar one from having used it before. What's the name of those? I could go look it up, but it's the orc ear? No. Somehow I heard they were like the ear keepers. That's it. That's it. Something like that. 
I'd have to yeah, would, too. I think it was the ear keepers, the ear grabbers or something. Something. Yeah, I'll have to go look it up later in the other document. Um, okay. So are you gonna... when he took the orc's ears, he held them up and left them for the elves. So yes. show them we were friends. I do remember that. Also, yeah, it is ear keepers. Wow, it's been a long time ago since we've been <laughs> I'm sorry, say that again. It is ear keepers. Ear keepers. Ear keepers. That says the lore master. Um, it's been a long time since we've been in Nightstone, but uh, so you can leave tonight and get there at basically sunset is when you would um, arrive at Nightstone, or you can spend the night in the lodge and get a fresh start tomorrow morning, or whatever you'd like to do. Uh, I, I need to say last time we... skull on the 10th <laughs> and we're on the 9th yeah already having wasted half a day no it's now it. yeah got some valuable wasted. weeding done i mean i don't mean wasted as okay and um, Mert got his beauty sleep <laughs> okay I mean, personally I've... i wouldn't mind heading to the lodge and heading to the to Nightstone and staying in that inn again because then we could hobnob with people and we might learn something. Also, Ellie, you were trying to, you know, get these people to purchase your moonshine. So, and you sent, sent some off to them. So you could... years ago at this point. <laughs> a year Literally ago. a year ago. Uh, yeah, she's that's not thinking fine. about that right now. She's more concerned that, she... oh no, okay. Hey, someday all of this shadow magic stuff is going to be done, and you're going to need a job. <laughs> What's your retirement plan? Uh, I had a job before here. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> all right. So, are we resting or heading to Nightstone? Sounds like the uh, general feels to head to Nightstone immediately. I'm fine with that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're pressed so for it time. Is it is, um, the weather here is, is a little bit warmer than in Waterdeep, but everything is still covered with snow. It looks like the snow came this far south, um, but it's a little more pleasant. It's not quite as biting cold as it was um, up north in Waterdeep. Your horses are, are riding through the roads that are all covered in snow is actually a very pleasant ride um, as it starts to approach sunset. There's nothing really bothers you along the way you do pass one no you do pass one um trader with a wagon full of goods who is headed up to Waterdeep. um but other than that nothing of note uh the closer you get to nightstone however um you do notice a, a kind of a low fog starts to move in and um let's see uh the, the fog seems to disturb the horses just a little bit. Um, but they keep trudging on and headed forward. Uh, the closer you get to Nightstone, so you're about 30 minutes away um, when the fog starts to show up. And after about 15 minute, more minutes or so, the fog starts to get pretty dense. And it is not... Um, it is not what any of you would consider a normal fog. Yes. I was just going to say, Barrett would do a nature check to see 
Yeah, roll, roll a nature check. It feels check. like natural fog with a blessing. Don, does it smell like evil? I'll let you know in a second. 13 and 3 is 16. Um, so it, it feels like it might be natural, but I, I mean, in that there's no obvious magical aura to it of any kind. Um, but it smells, it smells a little rancid. Um, not, you know, it's not anything that's making you nauseous or anything like that, but it just smells off, like just the slightest scent of decay to this, to the fog. And it's pretty thick. It's mostly to the ground. And as you kind of get off your horse and, and take a look just to see, you know, get an idea of the fog because it seems strange, you notice there's quite a number of small, um, well, I would call them white cap, but they're more of a dark gray color mushrooms um, that seem to be growing here and there in patches. It doesn't, it is not familiar to you having been to Nightstone before. Um, none of it looks, you don't remember any of this. This hasn't been, this was not here the last time you came into Nightstone. Doesn't smell um, like rotting troll. It does not smell like rotting troll. Well, it might. I don't know. What does rotting troll smell like? Um, but it is, it's enough to be unnerving for certain. Um, and it seems to be getting denser the closer you get to Nightstone. Oh. How foreboding. So you're along the river now, um, just on the final road, basically, to Nightstone, and the, the fog is is pretty dense. It's a little bit further off the ground. If you weren't on horses, um, it would be above where your head is. You're on horses, so you're able to stay a little bit above the fog and still have pretty good visibility. But if you were walking, um, you'd be basically walking through pretty deep fog. Finally, it pays to be on this high horse. <laughs> Hey, what do we what do we say about a bio break? I'm 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 bursting here, so the, oh sure we can do that. It's, it's perfect. All right, break time, everybody. Yeah. Enjoy the break. Yeah. Uh, so at any rate, so the closer you get to Nightstone, um, the more the fog seems to appear, and as you're pulling in, kind of near sunset, the fog is laying very low on the river you remember night stones got surrounded by two rivers um and the the town is pretty much under this fog the other thing is um i need let's see dawn uh if you would make a perception check please mm -hmm. actually let's say dawn and z because you guys weren't arguing about daggers Mine's going to be a seven, so I was distracted by the arguing. <laughs> that was a five because I was wondering if Don could smell anything. Okay. So um, you did, oh, no. as you came through, um, you did smell not part of the fog, but a much stronger scent of decay right on the woods line. Um, as if something had died there and not been properly consumed by whatever killed it. Um, it's not part of the fog. It's just the smell of, of death and decay. And it's really strong for a good 
200, 300 feet, and then you finally ride out of it and move on and continue on toward toward Nightstone. Um, Rascal the, have been able to perception check that at all? Um, yeah, you can roll it for him. Perception, because it's a plus six. Ooh. It's uh is it based? No, I don't think he has that. Sorry, give me two seconds while I check his. Yeah, okay. It's a 16. Okay, so um he would smell that, and I don't know if he would communicate it to you, but we'll just say that he does. Um and he would have let you know that that stench is moving the opposite direction of you. Um, so you guys are headed to the east, and that stench right on the woods line is headed to um, the west. Ooh. I, so I turn that. to, okay, I turn to the group and I say, "Don't smell now, but but there's a a dead like aroma heading in the opposite direction of us. I don't think." We should be in danger, but I'll leave that up to the rest of you to decide. It's moving? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't sound dangerous at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> it sounds totally natural. At least as long as it's in the woods, we are fine. <laughs> Good, something smelly that undead that sneaks around in the middle of the night. Yeah. Well, Under under cloud cover. I'll double check that my mace is easily accessible from my belt. <laughs> um, you notice that your mace is missing. No, just kidding. I was about to... <laughs> How terrible. Wow. I was about to be really upset. Oh, man. Okay. With that information, then, Barrett would take a really hard look at the fog to see if the fog is moving east or west or whatever as well. Okay, roll roll another nature check, Barrett, but with advantage this time. Uh, did you say with advantage? Yes, please. Because mm -hmm. okay. you've already studied the fog once. That would be a 23. So um, the smell makes you a little bit nervous, and you hop off the horse just to check again to see what's going on with this fog. The number of mushrooms around has significantly increased. And you kind of put together that this fog might be um, spores from the mushrooms, like the mushrooms are somehow causing the fog or in some way related to the fog, which explains the smell a little bit, it explains why it's not a traditional fog. Um, you don't get any sense that it's of any particular danger, like poisonous or anything like that. Um, that was a pretty good check. So it, it seems, I mean, for for mushroom spores, it seems like that it's reasonable to be coming from these mushrooms, except for obviously the volume um, and why centered on this location would be the only things that seem odd. Um, but it's definitely, there's definitely some relationship between the mushrooms and the fog. Um, as far as it moving, no, it is not moving in the direction of the dead smell. Um, it's just kind of laying on the ground like fog does. Um, and the dead smell was actively moving away from you. 
well, in the opposite direction as you. We didn't feel anything or notice anything as it went by us, like no feeling of presence of. Well, I mean, it stunk. Um, yeah, but but other than that, Rascal was the only one that noticed the movement. So. So uh, I guess I would just say to the gang, everybody be prepared here because don't know what the state of Nightstone is. No one, Lady Nander hasn't been here for a couple of weeks at least. So who knows what might have happened to the town. So you said that the town is covered underneath fog. Can we see any lights, any movement, any anything going on at the town? Yeah, as you approach the city, um, the two big pillars that are across the drawbridge are still standing. The, the lanterns on each pillar are lit. Um, the bridge is down. You can hear some rustling in the town from people. Um, you hear a tavern song being sung from the tavern. It's just right inside the gates. So that, that echo is carrying out. Nothing about the people seems unusual, at least not from this distance. Um, and the nightstone still stands right in the center of the square, um, large and black and foreboding. Um, and as the sun sets, it picks up all those oranges and purples off of the setting sun and reflects them back out. And it kind of is pretty, if, if not a little ominous. Um, but the fog is still pretty, pretty dense. Trying to remember, I think last time, isn't this a walled city of some type? And aren't there guards yeah. at the bridge? Uh, there were last time, yes. So I guess as we approach, unless someone stops Barrett, he's going to call out, Hail, anyone, anyone there? Hello there. State your name and your business, please. Uh, hello, my name is uh, Barrett Thunderwood, brother Barrett Thunderwood, and uh, we are here seeking lodging for the night. And how many are you? And you can see he's kind of squinting to try and see through the fog to see if anybody's missing. Now there's myself and uh, my three companions and one rodent. And we're... Uh... How rude. Love it. Like a dagger? Never mind. Um, oh. And then we, uh, we've been here before. We stayed at the end there, and we were hoping to do so again. And um, you see a, a sense of recognition comes on his face. Oh, right. Come in. Come in. Come in. Uh, the, the pub is open. Tavern is unoccupied, as far as we know. Sorry about the fog. We're not really sure. Uh, we're hoping it'll clear up soon. How, how long has it been like this? Uh, it's been getting progressively denser over, uh, I don't know, 10 days, 15 days, maybe a little bit longer. Really? Oh, and, and also, uh, don't drink the water. Stick to wine. Uh, something's poisoned our well. Um, uh, did you say that the tavern... What did you say that the tavern was open? Empty? Open. Okay. Oh, the, the beds were empty. There's there's rooms available, is what he Okay, was okay, okay. Gotcha. Understood. But that's very good advice, friend. Uh, you say the, the fog has been getting worse over the last 10 days? 
I didn't really notice it for sure, but yeah, it does feel like it now that I think on it. It's interesting because usually fog, you don't see it so much in the daytime and we still got a little bit of sunlight left here. Is it usual to have fog in the day around here? Um, no, no, certainly isn't, but, we, but you're welcome. Okay. Have you, uh, you mentioned the water hole was poisoned. Uh, is the river itself poisoned or just the water that your well is? Well, at? we think maybe something big has died upstream. It's, it's the well and the river all through here. Uh, people have been getting sick drinking the water. So we've, we've actually sent a party out to see if they can figure out what, what's died upstream and try and clear it out. Um, they've, they've been gone for a few days, so they should be back any minute now. That's good. It doesn't take a huge insight check um, to notice his um, cautious optimism. Okay. Well, I generally try not to drink water any day because of the disgusting things that fish do in it. So I'd uh, be happy to partake of some wine. Very well, very well. He says, Morak, Morak is right there. Enjoy. Yeah, we know where the quote's from, but in character. Okay. Sorry. Anyway. Um, uh, so the Nightstone Inn, is that is that where you're headed for first? or I'd, I'd say to the inn, yeah. Check with the locals, see if you can okay. gather any information from them. Um, so you do hear a song coming from inside. It sounds like not a huge crowd gathered tonight, but um, a generally happy tavern song is being sung. Um, and as you walk in, it looks like there's a fair number of people um, from Nightstone have gathered in the tavern just having, you know, dinner and, and conversations and song. Um, Morak, the dwarf, is still the proprietor and he recognizes you, Ellie, immediately um, and waves. Oh, loved it. Loved the moonshine you sent. Thank you so much. Welcome, welcome, friends. And he just hauls you in and um, treats you normally as an innkeeper would well how's it going oh everything's just wonderful thank you uh curse the fog but otherwise everything's and, going great and the poisoned water curse that too. oh well right there's that but uh we don't serve water anyway so it makes no difference to us here obviously with cooking it's you know we have to boil it all first but once you boil it it's fine it's not the first time we've had uh, boiling water problems it's it happens, you know, something dies in the river upstream and yeah, the lads will take care of it, I'm sure. When did they say that those guys went up there to check on whatever it was? Well, it was, know, it was nigh on a 10 day now. It's been a bit. They probably should be back any day now. Any day we expect them back. Um, it's just, um, it is, yeah, we would like to get that fixed. Uh, well, does anybody want drinks that aren't water? I'm fine. <laughs> Don's like, milk? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hang with the band. Yeah, okay, great. Um, so there's only one actual bard, um, and he's kind of surrounded by the other tavern guests, and he's not even all that good, um, but they're all having a fantastic time, you know, singing just pub songs. Um, clearly... 
everyone's a little bit loopy. Um, started off their evening well. Um, but, you know, there's nothing, nothing seems strange about it. So what do you know about this fog? When did that start? Right. So uh, two, 10 days ago, perhaps. It's been just started very low the first first time we noticed it. And then it's just kind of gotten a little denser since then. It's it's pretty strange, actually. And has anybody tried to find the source of it or the reason for it? The way that well, we, we, we've sent a note to Lady Nandar. We've let her know. Um, I'm sure she's she's in Waterdeep trying to, you know, sort out whatever the problem might be. Uh, we we don't really have any specialists here. Um, uh, Lady and Lord Nandar really took care of those kinds of things for us. Uh, not not a whole lot of resources, magical or otherwise, that we have to draw on here in town. So we've let her know, but I'm sure she's handling things. I'm sure she's got it all in hand. Okay. Well, well but, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Z, if you wanted to well, ask. You know, Z's going to lend percussion support to the bard, but in between songs, uh, just try to see if there's any recognition of uh, the name Rimkin. Ah, okay, cool. Um, wow, didn't expect that. Hold on, sorry. As a matter of fact, um, uh, Rimkin apparently was in here. Um just uh, maybe five days ago, six at the most. Um, well, no, actually, sorry, would have been a 10 day ago um, and stayed here and played uh, very briefly for the folks in, um, in Nightstone Inn. And um, he kind of points over to the wall and he says, he put up a poster over there. He was looking for someone. Uh, what did he call uh, the... The greasy cat, I think he called the gentleman. He was uh, looking for the greasy cat. Y yes, 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 yes. Uh, he, he wanted to know if he had been through here. He had a picture. Uh, they hung it on the wall there. Uh, That's a picture of the greasy cat. Well, I assume so. He said it was. And so over on the wall, like as in many taverns and pubs, there's a great big notice board with just tons of stuff stuck into it. You know, what's going on in town? I've lost my cat. I need someone to help chop down a tree all of those types of things. Um, and there is a small in the corner, just a small leaflet of a, um, a with a hand-drawn sketched picture, pretty good sketch. It's a, an older looking gentleman, um, appears maybe to be Elvin, but you can't actually see the ears. It's just from the features that, that you get the impression that he's Elvin. But then next to him, there is another picture of um, a different older, gentleman um very clearly different this one's stockier plumper rounder kind of kind of figure and and most likely human the second one is um and it says on there have you seen the greasy cat um and there's a just a little description at the bottom that he goes by several appearances among the these two are among them um and then it says contact rimkin in Waterdeep. 
Tell me, what did Grimkin look look like? Well, he was um, tall, uh, dark-skinned fellow, very dark. Um, looked like he'd probably been uh, working on the docks, maybe, in some tropical something, somewhere warmer than it is here, I suppose. Uh, very dark-skinned, um, tall, muscular fellow. Uh, he, he played a... Uh, what did he play? Now that I... And, he, and you can see all of a sudden when he starts thinking about what instrument he played, it just kind of fades. Like, he has no no real recollection of that particular part of the interaction. Um, but then he, he just goes on to describe him. Yeah, and he was he was dressed in, well, it was red with yellow trimming, um, very expensive looking clothing. He, he looked very well dressed for a bard, I tell you that. Uh, he didn't say what he was looking for the greasy cat for. Um, he said he expected to find him in Waterdeep, but didn't know if he had passed through Nightstone and he asked if he could put up the poster, and we said, of course, sure. Cool. Does the description, his description line up with the, uh, the bard I chased up the stair? Not even remotely. Does Not even line, remotely. Does it line up with, the, uh, with uh, what we've seen of Dreslin? Nope. Um, you, you, you had two bards that you had descriptions of that yeah. were both Rimkin in Waterdeep, um, and neither of those match this this description. Sounds like yet again a, a entirely different looking person. You said muscular, right? This uh, yeah, he was described as, as very tall, muscular, dark skinned, tanned, um, leathery kind of skin. Um, and very well dressed. Was he any good? Oh, he was. Uh, he was well, he he played for a long while, so he must have been good. Uh, we we were in here oh till the wee hours of the morning. It seemed uh, just time just flew by while he was here. He must have been great. I think I myself had a bit too much to drink that night. I don't remember too much about it. Hmm. Roll an insight check, Z. Yeah, I want to see if he's uh, his failure to recall seems natural or not. That would be a natural one. Hard to tell. Um, I mean, it, it, it sounds like he probably did drink too much, but you don't know for sure. How many days was he here? Um, maybe a 10 day ago, eight, eight days. And he was just here for the night. Yeah, he only spent one night here. Yep. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? He said he was passing through looking for the, the greasy cat. Strange name for a fellow, I tell you. Does that correspond to about when the fog started to appear? Ah, that's a good question. No, no, no. We'd had the fog before that for sure. Uh, yeah, no, the fog had, had moved in before that. I tell you, the fog, now, don't pass this on because I don't want to speak ill of Lady Nandar, but it seems to be coming from up there, over on their island where their keep is. Uh, 
that seems to be kind of centered in that area. But none of us will go over to the island where the keep is. It's not really our place. And uh, what with her not being in town, it doesn't feel right. Uh, so we're just leaving it alone for now. I'm sure she'll sort it out when she gets back. Um, just as you just talk through other with other patrons and things, you kind of get the same story from most of them um, that the fog and the mushrooms seem to be densest. Um, you remember uh, the keep itself is over across a rope bridge um, into Nightstone. I, I probably need to get you guys a map as a refresher. Um, but it's um, the keep itself is over um, in a separate little section of Nightstone. Yeah, on an island. Yeah. Off, I think to the south? That's correct. Or north? I uh, know the, yeah, the islands to the south. Yeah. I will throw Look it. Well, me remembering well I don't actually have to. I can just share it, can't I? I'll ask the tavern owner, do you, would you mind if we took this uh, poster that Rimkin left. For no, ourselves. no. If you can make use of it and help find him, maybe, maybe that's, maybe that would be helpful. Thanks. We, we nice enough fellow. I'd, I'd hate for him to not catch up with his old friend. <laughs> right. Yes. So Barrett will take the poster of the supposed greasy cat. All righty. Oh. So there's just a reminder of Nightstone. Um, this building here is the Nightstone Inn, where you currently are. Here in the center of town is where the Nightstone is. And then you've got the rope bridge over to the keep. Uh, Mandar Keep is over here on this island. We asked the uh, our keep. Um, were you here the night Rimkin performed? Uh, I, I, uh, Left out a little early that night. I was here for most of the evening, but I turned in early. Uh, I wasn't, I wasn't here for most of his playing, but it sounds like it went well. Um, there aren't um, less people in town than than before he performed here. No, why? You think he's got a club? He's signing people up for something. No, everyone's still here. Something like that. <laughs> Okay. Right. He seems he kind of a fans, fancy you know. fellow, though. He only the only reason he fit in is because he sat down and had a had a pint with the boys. Uh, it, he seemed uh, a little too posh for a place like this. I'm not surprised he moved on quickly. Oh, interesting. He uh, said he played well. He played an instrument. Do you did you ever see that or no? No, I was gone before he started the music. Okay. At least we know he's good through here. Thanks. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, is everything okay? You seem fairly interested in this gentleman. We ran into him in Waterdeep. Um, oh, he had so a couple shows there too. Uh, so you've met then? Very much so. Ah, well, that explains why you'd want to help him find his friend. Good on you. 
So. So. Uh, so the the rest of the evening, the only other rumors that you hear is there are a lot of people, very not a lot of people, but you hear it through the through the hubbub of the evening. Um, people are starting to wonder why Lady Nandar has not been back yet. Um, you you can't squeak right in the microphone, dog. Um, people have started to wonder why Lady Nandar has not been back yet. Um, what's taking her so long in Waterdeep? Um, go on. Go find another ball to play with. The one that still has a squeaker is the one that you decide to play with. Um, so there, there's some wondering as to why she's not back yet and what, what she's up to and if she's trying to solve any of the problems that they've alerted her to or if she's even gotten the messages. Um, and then kind of under it all, the optimism of the people in town is high, but they're worried about the fog um they feel that it's pretty unnatural and it's not something that that they're excited about obviously but no other real meat um could i do a perception or investigation check to see if i see any cultists in the tavern yeah um yeah you don't need to perception check that you don't you don't see any around um okay haven't seen any since you left Waterdeep. Uh, you do get just a little bit, a few more hints of the fact that that the source of whatever the problem is with the fog um, seems to be coming from the keep. And there is a little bit of rumor um, wondering if it has to do with something um, Lord Nandar's death from several years ago um people are are still nervous about all of that and they miss their lord so they're curious if maybe it's coming from his tomb or or something to that effect i don't know about you guys but i think checking out the keep now is better than waiting till tomorrow mm -hmm. Why? Because it's nighttime? Yeah. I don't think it's going to make a difference. Well, if we could circle back to that in just a second. So when they said that people are still nervous about Lord Nander's death, Barrett would ask for a quick summary of that story to see if it matches what we heard Mert say. Oh, yes. Disruption and an elf showed up and shot him in the throat and he died instantly and then the whole thing was quelled and it's the same story, right? Yeah, it's an identical story. And okay. um, part of the reason that people seem still upset about it is that they uh, completely trusted Lord and Lady Nandar as the founders of Nightstone, um, and they're just they're just a little insecure not having either leader at home right now. Um, because you know this is the town that they founded um and they were the ones that said you know come build here we'll keep you safe we'll have our own little town um so they're even though it's been a couple of years since since lord nandar was killed um people still miss him he was um he was a, a very agrarious gentleman um and everybody just really liked him 
And where was he laid to rest, if I might ask? Uh, he was he was um, interred there in the keep, in the the family crypt. Uh, that well, I say family crypt. As far as we know, no one else is down there because um, it's it's new. But uh, yes, he was interred under the keep. Oh, quick question: Were any of the envelopes addressed to Morak? Uh, yes, um, as a matter of fact, there is a letter to Morak. Okay, um, cool. Then I would I'd give him that one. And I'd say, um, as a matter of fact, she sent us to deliver some messages. So she's aware that she hasn't returned yet, but she's still conducting some business in Waterdeep. Um, so he takes it and looks delighted to finally have gotten some some sort of word from Lady Nandar. Uh, he rips it open right at your table and, and you see him just kind of read through it very quickly. And he's like, oh, well, then I'm glad you're here. Ah, that's great. Thank you so much for coming to help. We're, we're so glad to have you. Of course, the room's on me this, this evening. If, if there's anything we can do uh, as you investigate this situation, we're, we're very happy that you're here. Question. When he was reading it, was he mumbling it to himself? Not enough so that you could read his lips. Dang it. Okay. So I'm like, sounds like she signed us up for something that we don't know what it was. So. Yeah. Okay. Was, can I insight check? his uh response because i sure. mean maybe i was super happy but came across a little sarcastic to me uh, <laughs> roll an insight check oh god let's not be a stupid roll oh that's not bad 17 yeah no i mean he he seemed really sincere um he seemed very glad that you guys were here on behalf of lady nandar um and he seems to have high hopes in whatever it is that you're about to go do. Okay. Cool. Barrett's going to go ahead and say, oh, yes. Um, do you mind if we take a look at that letter? Uh, no, of course not. And he just hands it over. Uh, so, sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, Barrett reads it. Um, it is addressed to him, but it is written in Dwarven. Does Barrett read Dwarven? Yes. No. Oh, yeah. Dwarven. Um, anybody? <laughs> so. uh, Only Tabitha did. <laughs> uh, Ellie can read anything, so she'll mm -hmm. take a stab at Ellie, it. Uh, can you take a look at this? All yeah. right, Ellie. So... Um, Dwarven's not that hard of, of, of the languages that you can read. Um, and the best you can piece together is that she is telling him that, that you all have come to uh, investigate the library and um, see if you can solve whatever's going on there. And then some other things like, you know, please make sure that this is done, little chore lists kind of thing. Um, but okay. the very first thing is who you are and what you're doing there. Um, and she says, please help them in any way that you can. Okay. Yeah, I, I read it. We're here to fix the library, blah, 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 blah. Make sure that the uh, gardening is done, blah, 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 blah. Help them out whenever. Yeah. So I say that out loud. So everyone knows what she knows. And then I'll hand it back to Morak. That's his name, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. And he very quickly, so 
Can I get you something to eat? Were you staying in for the night or are you headed over to the keep or? Um, I'd ask, do you find that the fog is any thicker or thinner during the day or night or there's no difference? No, it just never goes away. It's relentless. It seems better during the day, but I'm sure that it's not. It's just the light. And it smells. I don't like the way it smells. Crazy mushrooms you've got around here. Indeed. And they're, they're oh, I, even for a dwarf who's been underground plenty and smelled lots of mushrooms, these are just wrong. Oh, when did tell they me more. Show up? The mushrooms in the fog came together, and these mushrooms, they're not, you can't even eat them. They're, they're, ugh, they're just wrong. Something wrong with them. They, they remind me of dead things, and mushrooms, well, I suppose mushrooms do help take care of dead things, but these are, whew, something's wrong with Very these. Much so. We'll have to but do a you, closer look at those. Well, I tell you, uh, there have been rumors from the hunting parties that they've seen strange things in the woods. Um, deer, half dead, wandering around. Uh, tried to kill one the other day, couldn't find it. It showed up on the gates, just kind of wandered into town. Killed it again, I suppose, but oh, nasty business. Uh, half dead deer wandering into town. It did. It just walked right across the bridge, and the guards saw it walking. And you know, it's not that unusual that a deer wanders in looking for a place to graze. But the the guards didn't really notice. It wasn't until it came all the way. It was almost all the way to the nightstone before anybody noticed how disgusting it was. And then, thankfully, someone put the poor thing out of its misery. But oh, it, it should have died long ago. I can tell you that. Its wounds were infested and, oh, it was terrible. What did they do with the carcass? Oh, heavens knows. I have no idea. Tossed it in the woods, I hope. It was, you, the meat it. was far too gone to eat. Yeah. You think this no, is related I, I, to the mushrooms? was still around, yes, that we could look and see if, if it was related to these mushrooms at all, but sounds oh, like who, it was a while ago and Gods know we didn't keep that around. It was disgusting. Mm. At any rate, so uh, would you like something to eat? <laughs> Not after that story, no. Oh, sorry. I yes. wouldn't mind some dinner, yes. Thank you. We need to discuss a few things here among ourselves real quickly. I, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. Just a you know cold cut sandwich of some type would be <laughs> wonderful. Well, that's good. Fancy's not really our specialty. I'll go see what's left. And he runs runs back to the kitchen. So I'm fine with uh, going to the keep tonight if we want. The only thing I would be concerned about is if anybody needs to rest. We didn't do anything today. I know, but just we did travel. So if we do happen to end up at the keep overnight or whatever, wouldn't want to be too weary in the morning. But I guess the plan is not to be at the keep that long, right? 
That's the plan. So I have a couple of experiments that I want to do on these mushrooms as we make our way over there, but we can okay. do that on the way. So that's not a big deal. Same. All right. Uh, so just from talking yeah. things through, um, you, because, because you heard the library mentioned blah, 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 you kind of gather the lay of the land is that the keep um, sits to the front of the city, well, to the north. And the library is a small building out behind the back of the keep. It's a separate building. Stand oh. oh. Didn't know that. It sounds like another crypt. Great. So you can go okay. to the library or the keep or whatever you want to do. Like straight to the library, not through the keep. Correct. Right? Is what you're not. saying? Yes. Well, I'd like to drop off these letters to the keep and maybe we'll get more information there from her staff. Fair enough. I, I would say to the group to see if anyone. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a yeah. great idea. It'll give time for me and Barrett to look at the mushroom too. Mm -hmm. Maybe while you two can go talk to the staff. Mm -hmm. All right. As, as Z and I go up to the keep, I'd like to see if the fog is like leaking out from under the doors. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, no, like actually, a mist uh, situation. Like, like a bubbling cauldron. The <laughs> yeah. whole keep. Um, no, it's it's definitely thickest near the keep, um, and just okay. this island as a whole. Um, but no, it doesn't seem to be coming from out, like out of the keep. It's not coming. It's not out pouring out of the, the keyhole, you know, <laughs> falling through the windows or, okay. or what have you. Not some haunted uh, mansion stuff. Yeah, no, it's, it seems to be okay. pretty obviously coming from the mushrooms. Um, okay. And, and there are plenty of mushrooms on the island. Um, but the fog is definitely coming from those. Um, so you, you would be greeted at the door immediately by the head of staff whom you met last time you were here, but I'm sorry, I don't remember her name. Um, but she How is here. How dare you? I know, I should have looked it up. Uh, but she is here and would greet you and recognize you. Um, okay, so I would hand her the letter for her, and what I I don't think I'd recognize or Z would recognize any of the other names. So I would other ask, than hers, no. Yes. Okay, so are any of these other names staff members in the house that you could give these to? Oh yes, um, they all are. Um, there's only four letters left, and they're okay. all for inside the inside the keep. Um, and she quickly opens hers with about the same eagerness that um, Morak did. And um, she she looks at the letter and, and just kind of nods. Um, she seems a little more disappointed than Morak was. Um, but she looks up at you and says, okay, well, I'm glad someone's going to do something. Um, we're, we're fairly certain that something's wrong in the library. Um, there have been noises uh the day the night um they're not constant but there shouldn't be anyone in there other than the librarian and well there's definitely someone in there uh we've been too scared to go in and honestly it was lord nandar's private place anyway so it's not something we felt comfortable entering um I, I can try to tell you a little bit about the library, uh, what little I know. Uh, it's two floors. Um, the lower library is considered the research library. Uh, it's quite vast. People from 
from miles away would come to research in the library. It's, it's, it's substantial. Um, but upstairs, that was um, Lord Nandar's private section of the library. Um, he kept it fairly well restricted. Um, I know that, um, you know, there were, there were several different people that, that had the knowledge and access to get up there, but he was almost always with them. So um, none of our staff has been up there. The librarian tends to everything. So we don't, we don't have to do anything there. Um, do you know what the librarian is? People um, keep mentioning a librarian, but it doesn't sound like the librarian is exactly a person. Well, no, it's um, more of a, a magical servant of sorts. Um, it's, it's all magic. Uh, it's not, not an actual person. Um, and to be frank, quite a grumpy one at that. Um, so be prepared. All right. Um, Z, do you have any questions? Um, has anyone actually gone up to the library at all? I mean, any specifics to the sounds, voices, just more specifics from what they've heard? No, not, not at all. Um, the, the ceiling on the library is glass and from just in the back of the keep from one of the upstairs towers, you can almost see inside, but not enough to be able to see anything that's going on. Uh, at night, there are no lights inside and during the day, the sun reflects off the glass. So it's very difficult to tell. Um, and no one's been willing to go personally there. As I said, it was um, Lord Nandar's private library and Lady Nandar has let people in for research, but she's been the only one since his death, of course. Um, you wouldn't happen to have something that has Lord Nandar's handwriting on it, would you, so that if we do get into the library, we can see if maybe instructions are left, we could verify he wrote it. Uh, yes, I'm sure we have something somewhere, certainly. Uh, so Tim, take me just a minute, and she kind of speaks to one of the staff um, who runs off to find something. It's not too long before they come back with just a, just a handwritten list of um, chores to be done kind of thing, but it's in his handwriting. That is perfect. Thank you. Um, I have no just, further questions. Just to let her know that Lady Nandar has agreed to give us access to the library, so we will oh. be investigating. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, that's what the letter said. Um, absolutely. I will. Uh, I can show you there to the front doors myself. Um, I, I don't really want to go in, if that's okay. It was... Mm -hmm. Uh, Lord Nander and I were somewhat close and, and I'm just not ready for that. But, but I can, we can certainly lead you over there. Um, it's not far. It's just out the back of the keep. Excellent, by all means. Thank you. All right, mushroom folks. What are you up to? Hey. Uh, well. so one, one of the things I wanted to know is, are the mushrooms growing in the town as well, just in the street and... So they're not growing in any like um, trodden places, like in the dirt, um, but they are growing in all of the, anywhere that's grassy or um, more lush, they, they are growing. And it's not like this huge blanket of mushrooms. It's just they're, 
they're here, there, and everywhere. You can spot them in any direction you look, but they're not like, you know, covering the ground. So last time we were here, Barrett uh, had the skull cleaned by the butcher. Right. Yeah. So yeah. he wanders over to the butcher's place and I'm sure they've got some livestock there that has not been butchered yet. Does he notice if any of the livestock, like are there mushroom bottoms around where maybe some of them have been eating it or do the livestock look like they're messing with these mushrooms at all? Uh, roll an investigation check or a perception depending on how deep you're looking. A 13 for perception. Um, there's nothing obvious. Um, the barn or, or the place where the livestock is typically kept um, doesn't seem to have any mushrooms in it. It's just the lush areas. Um, and you don't see any signs of anything wrong with either livestock or that the livestock have been eating the mushrooms. All right. So Ellie, I, I've got a couple tests I want to do, but do you want to do something first or... You want me to go I'd ahead? I'd like to take, I'd like to end up taking one eventually as a sample to sure. um, yep. something small to... enough that fits in a little bottle. So like I could basically take the bottle, put it on top, kind of like snap right. it off without having to touch it in case. Got it. Um, uh, yeah, that's no problem. No problem. Um, and as you do that, as soon as you turn it upside down in the bottle, the spores just kind of erupt from the mushroom. They're contained in yeah, the jar. That's what I was, a, yeah. Um, but but it gets almost so cloudy in the jar that you can't actually see the mushroom anymore. It's still in there. I mean, you know, it's there, but it's it's so cloudy, it's hard to see into the jar. And then uh, I'm gonna say, yeah, based on Ellie's traveled a lot, she. She's per proficient in nature and survival. Yep. Has yep. she seen these anywhere? I'm sure this is going to be based in history, of course. But yeah, is this gonna, has she seen these before ever? So um, I'll let you roll either a nature check or a history check, whichever you prefer. I'm going to roll nature. With guidance. With guidance from Yay. your best buddy. close it was a 20 and then it went to the two so uh with guidance that's a god wow Indy beyond is really ruining everything uh that's an eight total an eight total um they are they remind you very much of mushrooms that grow um on decaying logs and things like that except except they're not normal you know normally those mm -hmm. mushrooms are white almost a clean look to them or or golden yellows um almost a fresh look to them these look somehow a little bit almost like they grow rotten to begin with um gotcha. they're you haven't touched one obviously but they have a very slimy look to them um and the spores that they give off obviously have a, a kind of a a very off stench to them. There's not, they don't seem natural. Evil turkey okay. tail. Yeah, evil turkey um, Be careful, Barrett, if you're, because it seems like by agitating them, they're going to give off more spores. So 
uh, would maybe cover your mouth or nose or something if you're going to touch and or. The bear it. picks up a rock and from about 10 feet away chucks it on top of one of them to smash it. Okay. Um, it lands and smashes it. Um, there's just a tiny little puff of more spores that come out around the edge of the, the rock, but it lands so fast it just kind of squishes the whole thing. And all the other mushrooms in the area get no nothing. It's just that, that's actually what I was it wondering. To grow. No, I know. I know. Did any other mushrooms react when one got destroyed? No, none of them screamed. Nobody said, "Where's my baby?" None of those. Okay. <laughs> Do I get any experience points for killing a mushroom? Absolutely, ten. No problem. Oh my god. Um. Well, I was going to set one of them on fire just to see what happens, but it's probably not uh, necessary. Well, you're certainly welcome to try. I mean, doesn't wouldn't hurt as long as it's not like next to some dry grass. Yeah, yeah, no, I obviously wouldn't do that. Not interested in burning the town down. Um, one thing I would do though is wander over to the nightstone itself. Yep, and see if it looks like the mushrooms are growing in, a, in their normal pattern around the nightstone or if the nightstone somehow is repelling the growth of mushrooms? So most of everything around the nightstone is, is well-trodden earth because it's okay. in the middle of town, but there is a little just ring around the stone where nobody walks on. Um, and yeah, there are mushrooms growing there as well. Oh, there are? Yeah. Okay. Not in any significant abundance or scarcity in the they're symbol growing. of a There's, geometric it, pattern yes right it, it forms a word um no they're they're just in they look exactly the same as they do everywhere else all right that was the end of my experimenting or that was all the things i wanted to do was just see if they were if they did anything when they were destroyed or if the nightstone did anything to them. I mean, it's been two weeks, I guess, since these things have been here. So I'm assuming like if you breathe them and turn into a zombie that that would have already been happening. Um, well, wow. I, I certainly a, nobody described that. Yeah. yeah, but it could be a time thing as well. Sure. I mean, we could all already be infected and going to die in a month, but um, um, I would say Barrett, roll um, just roll a straight intelligence check. Straight intelligence. That's a sixteen. So, um, just having been around for a long time, Barrett, um, this reminds you very much of um, death and what what you have seen in unnatural graves, things like that, um, where there are hauntings, just strange things dealing with death, necromancy kind of crap. Um, it just has that flavor to it, so to speak. I'm actually writing that in my notes, necromancy <laughs> Net crap. Necromantic flavor, necromantic Ooh, flavor. I like that better. Thanks. Don't forget words. All right. Um, I mean, Barrett's be been around a while, and Barrett's like... seen some things. So, um, yeah. He never fails to remind us of that. 
<laughs> so you want to head back and gather up the crew and see what they've learned? Yeah. I feel like because the keep is on an island, we'll have just done this on the way to the keep because it wouldn't have made sense to go to the keep and then sure. Yeah, back. Sure. Unless we Absolutely. split up, and but doesn't matter. Point being, yes, we, we sounds good to me. It. So arriving at the keep, um, bumping into Don and Z, um, the, all the notes are delivered. Don, your your task is complete, um, and the um, you are shown through the keep essentially once once um, Barrett and Eliana catch up uh, to a back door that leads out of the keep. Um, and the library stands. It's not a huge building, uh, but it's, it's substantial. Uh, it's very, um, very elegant in its architecture. Columns on the front porch, um, lots of marble and glossy stone. It, it definitely was a prized building. And given that people came to research from all around, um, it was obviously fairly well known as well. The, there's two great big lion statues on the front porch on either side of the great big double door. Uh, a couple of steps lead up onto a marble porch patio thing right in front of the double doors. Um, and the double doors are currently closed. You don't hear anything, at least not right away. Um, and and your, your hostess says, well, here we are. Um, and she pulls out a, a fairly substantial key um, with three, you know, the three copper things at the end and she kind of puts it in the door and clunk, 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 um, and then turns the doorknob and she opens the door just, just a hair, puts the key back and says, well, do you need anything else from me? You've been most helpful. Thank you very much. Uh, very well. Um, uh, uh, good luck. Let us know if we can do anything or um, what, what we need to do to I don't know, resolve the issue. Thank you um, very much for coming. So where did she put the key when she unlocked the door? Vest pocket. Okay, so I would ask her, the door doesn't lock behind us, does it? Oh, no, 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 you have to have the key. You have to have the key, it, it, won't, it won't lock, no. I, I can leave you with the key if that would make you more comfortable. Would you be so kind? <laughs> uh, I, absolutely, certainly. And she just kind of pulls it out and hands it over to you. It's a it's a chunky thing. I mean, it's a, a okay. chunky <laughs> It's right. a big pocket you've got there, lady. <laughs> well, it's it's her front little vest pocket, and it sticks up <laughs> like it's a big key. All right, it doesn't look anything like that. Tabitha's key, does it? Like <laughs> it does not look anything like Tabitha's key. No. Okay. <laughs> All right, are we headed into um, the library? Clearly, we are. I hope so because I we can yeah. discuss it as a group. I mean, yeah, no, we're out here. Let's. Key. Well, let's do it. All right. So we probably should share that so that you all can see the library. Um, what am I sharing? I, I would ask one thing just as a, so Mert said that he was going to tell us how to get past the first two traps, whatever they yes. were. I would yeah. appreciate a description of that so that we got an idea of what we're up against. Yeah, of course. Oh. You will get one. But he okay. did say that the answer to the last trap is on the first floor. So, right. Oops. I wonder if it's like a 
like a SAT test where it's like better to go check out the last trap and then go back to the first floor. And that's if we can go back without the proctor seeing that we're turning the booklet. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but it's pretty easy in Florida. (laughs) So theoretically, you should be able to see this. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All right. I would like to insight check Barrett's doppelganger. Barrett's doppelganger over in the corner. I'm sorry, he just disappeared. (laughs) You weren't fast enough. Uh, There's no windows or anything for us to go look into? So on the front, there are not. There's just the two great big double doors. You're welcome to walk around the building and look for windows if you'd like. Can I I have Rascal do that? Sure. So Rascal would notice um, just very quickly. There I'll be is, looking. I'll look through his eyes as well, of course. Uh, there are a number of windows on both the east and west side. They are um, kind of leaded glass, so they're very curvy. Um, everything inside is a little distorted. Um, but mm-hmm. as he looks in, it's it's shelves, books. Um, nothing looks very out of the ordinary to him. The second floor. Mm-hmm. All of the windows are stained glass and they're very, very, very dark. So he can't see through those. Um, The only other things of note are here on the east side. There's another set of double doors. It looks like probably this is just the disposal waste area where they, you know, they clean things out and haul trash off, that sort of thing. Um, But there is another set of double doors over here. Um, These are planters on the outside. They don't have any plants in them. Um, and the library is two-story. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Does he smell anything out of the ordinary? Around? Other than, I mean, like uh, more so than what we've experienced. Yeah, or other similar, than what you've I already experienced. No. Yeah. Okay. It's not like a like all of a sudden there's a real tight conglomeration of dead smell somewhere near here right okay Okay. um it seems clear i mean not clear clear but from the windows everything seems normal at least on the first floor the second floor was a little hard to pin down um i say we go in at least for now yes i can send him in first if you like or we can just walk in to up to you guys. Oh, I'll just go on in. Cover okay. me. I'm going to send um, Rascal in behind Barrett to cover him. All right. So Barrett, um, the room is as you see it here on the map. Um, probably the very first thing that is um, stands out to you is that the, flo- the parquet floors are incredibly shiny. Um, it seems as though there weren't many expenses spared in the building of this library. Um, Everything is very posh. So you've got a staircase on your right and left. Both seem to lead upstairs, although uh, about halfway up the stairs, your vision is impaired by something. Um, It just kind of goes halfway up and then is black. Um, You do know that this is one of the things that Mert had talked about, both sets of stairs. Um, Every odd step is trapped unless it's disengaged before you go up. Um, And he told you how to disengage it on both sides if you choose to do that. Um, The desk in front of you, great big U-shaped desk with a chair behind it. Um, It looks like obviously this is where the librarian would normally sit. Um, There doesn't appear to be anybody here right now. 
the books that are on the desk, um, you know, kind of seem like that. Oh, I've got to reshelve this and I'm reading that one. Typical of, of a library. Everything about it thus far just feels like a library. Um, other than the stairs, there's a door on both the east wall and the west wall. And then the north wall on either side of the desk has two sets of double doors that would lead to the north and further into the library. Um, after you walk in and just kind of look around for a little bit, um, you do hear a um, voice that says, uh, welcome, keep your voice down, this is a library. We'll answer back in a hushed tone. Of course, we'll, we'll be happy to keep our voices down. Very well, research is on the first floor. Second floor is restricted. You're not permitted on the second floor. If you need any help finding anything specific, please do let me know. Thank you. Um, I actually do have a question for you. Yes. Can Barrett, and now, so Barrett's just trying to get him to talk for a second. Him, sure. he or she, is it a male voice? Can't tell. And is there any directionality at all to this uh, voice? It seems to, be, seems to be coming from directly in front of you. Um, there, there are just a couple of things about on the desk. There's a, um, a small green lantern on the desk that's currently unlit. Ink pens, like quills, um, bottles of ink. None of that seems to be shuffling or moving about. Um, the chair looks like it might be rocking a little bit, but you're not even quite sure. Might've been a trick of the light um, as the light kind of glints through the windows in this room. But it, it seems to be coming from the chair, the voice does. As my friends are very apt to point out, I'm a little bit elderly and my eyes are a little bit weak. Do you mind if I light this lantern here? pull out my lantern out of my backpack just to help me get a little bit more light. Uh, uh, no, no fire, please, in the library. And um, just as that happens, the, um, the little green lantern on the desk, you see it start to light itself. It turns a bright green. It's clearly a magical light. And as the light of the lantern lights, so does the librarian slowly appear. Um, it is a very elderly looking woman of indeterminate race, um, very ethereal kind of green. You can see mostly through her um, and very, very scowly face. And um, she says, I'm sorry there, I forgot you couldn't see me. Now, do you have enough light? The, the lantern on the uh, desk is giving off a green light. Thank you, I, I appreciate that. Um, so yes, uh, I definitely would like to do a little bit of research on the Nightstone. Where would on I the go? the Nightstone? Yes. You know, the Nightstone that's outside here? Yes. Um, probably most of that is upstairs, but you might find something in the collections. And she kind of points to either side her right and left, uh, indicating the double doors on the right and left. The double doors on the right, on the, on the north wall? Yeah, there's one set here and one set okay. there. Um, those are the ones she's indicating too that would lead to the collections. 
And so she's sitting in that chair. She is sitting in that chair, yes. Okay. Oh, I don't have a token for her. I didn't even think about mm -hmm. that. Sorry. Slacking. Uh, quick question. Is it... Oh, sorry, Stefan. No, no, go, go for it. Is it pitch dark in there besides the green lantern that just lit up? Not particularly. Um, okay. All the windows are letting in some light. Um, it probably would be without any... I mean, at night, it probably would be pitch black in there. There's no other light to source. Um, but, you know, as the sun is setting, it's getting darker, but it is not pitch black. Um, Does somebody mind? Oh, you go first. You go first. I was going to say, considering Barrett hasn't come out and we, and. Oh, I'm sure you seem like there's a. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, no. I do I have to. No. So yeah, we'll we'll go in. If there are any extra torches on the walls or candles, uh, Ellie will use Press's agitation to light those up. If not, um, there are. Um, do, 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 do. Do, do. Well, I'll just move my piece over here but not like actually go down the stairs. We're not bottlenecking at the door. Sorry, Anna, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. I was going to ask if somebody could move me into the library because I can only select everybody at once for some reason. I've already refreshed <laughs> and logged back in. And so all I can do is move us as a squad. Thank you. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I clicked me and everyone was like, let's go. And then when I selected <laughs> me separately, like it, it selects everybody. They're I not cannot select, I can't select just little me. I can't do it. Yeah, I have re-logged in and I've refreshed and I select me and okay. the entire group is highlighted. Well, I find that hysterical. Um, so <laughs> as- um, That's to be you. <laughs> As you do that, um, as you go to light the torches on the walls, um, mm -hmm. there is a um, a blast against you of what feels like air, and I need you to roll uh -huh. a um, dexterity saving throw, please. Oh, fun. Ah, D and D Beyond. Don't. Why is it doing this to me? The algorithm hates me today. That's a that's a eleven. An eleven. Very well. Um, you are thrown against the wall right behind you, and um, you take two points of bludgeoning damage as you hit that wall and fall prone. And she screeches, "No fire!" And she kind of raises her hands. And all of the torches turn green and light up. Uh, I've warned you, you're on my list. Why would you have torches if they aren't meant to be lit? Well, clearly, dear, they're magical torches, aren't they? Well, then it's magical fire, but okay. Look <laughs> it up, dust yourself off. Try not to do anything 
Very well. Actually, if you all will proceed with no fire and quietly, you may enter the library and the double doors on either side of her open. Would you be coming with us? No. Okay, no. great. Uh, what's your name in case we need to ask anything else? Her name is... Oh, man, I think I have it. <laughs> oh, please. It was a good name, too. Rengar. R-E-N-G-A-R. Mrs. Rengar to you. Hmm. Well, we'll try not to set anything on fire. Yeah, see that you don't. Clarification. Um, And I don't know. It doesn't say that it actually lights a fire. It just says it the spell snuffs or lights a candle and or torch and or, and or small campfire. Yeah, that's So right. I'm wondering, no, but I'm saying like, if it's a magical torch, then would it just use the magic of the torch to make it light, no. not actually set it on fire? No, that's, it just creates flame. It, okay, I don't know. Okay, cool. Good <clears throat> to know for the next time uh, I need to set something on fire then. See what light is poi. Oh, yeah. Oh, look! Z has poi balls. Oh, nice. Oh. Um, She eyes them suspiciously, but... See the pretty colors? Yes. I suppose that's allowed. No fire. And then she says, wizards. She's clearly gotten the impression that you're a wizard. All right, so the two double doors um, on the northern wall both open. Did you want to proceed through those or do something else? Shall we split up and look for uh, clues about the book? Uh, I'll turn to Z and go wink, wink. (laughs) Yes, let's look for clues about the book. And Barrett will start to walk back there, but then he stops and admires this plant. What what do I see about this plant here? Uh, it is dead. It is very, very dead. It is not in good shape at all. Uh, it's a dead plant. Um, in addition, there appear to be some mushrooms growing in the pot beneath it. Really? Yep. Um, Mrs. Rengar, is there a section on old religions that we're permitted to see? Uh, Old religions, yes. You'll find that um, on one of the shelves in the northern part of the library. It's not an incredibly well-organized library, although I do try. People put books back wherever they feel they want, so... I don't spend any time sorting, uh, but you'll find it in the northern portion of the library, northern western corner, I would think. Thank and you. You mentioned that there are things about the nightstone upstairs, and I understand we're not allowed to go upstairs. No, of course not. Are, are you aware of everything that's upstairs as well? Do you have knowledge of the entire 
library? Um, no, I don't go upstairs. Uh, occasionally to to replace a book or if I'm summoned, but I haven't been up there in a while. Um, I I know that generally the things upstairs are, well, a little more dangerous than the things down here. Uh, this level sticks to mostly the mundane. Uh, very few people are permitted upstairs. It's good to know. All right, well, um, I, your plant here could use a little bit of water, but I guess I'm ready to proceed. All right. So, um, so entering through the double doors, um, you you find a library that is an incredibly well-appointed library. Um, it is full. It's There are shelves and shelves and shelves and shelves full of books and books and books and books. Um, you understand why it would be considered a fairly um, prestigious library and why people would come from miles around. Um, there are hundreds and hundreds of tomes across all the shelves in this room. Barrett um, counts. Sorry? Barrett counts them. Okay, that's fine. Um, there are like a number of room where we have to know exactly how many of everything there was. And... Yes, yeah, so you have to know how many blue ones, though, and you forgot to say that. So um, the, the entire room is very well appointed. Columns hold up the ceiling. Um, above you, there is um, the Light, natural light is coming through what appears to be um, uh, a mostly glass ceiling, um, but all you're getting is light through it. It's kind of translucent, um, so it's not, you can't see through it, but that's where the source of most of the light is coming in, uh, and it's kind of an orangey color with the sunset happening. Um, yeah, so you have a, a very substantial library full of books. All of these stairs lead to upstairs? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. And there are two more sets of stairs, one on the right and one on your left that both lead up upstairs. They seem to have a similar dark veil about them that prevents you mm -hmm. from going up or seeing up, sorry. Mm -hmm. um, oh, sorry, did somebody else wanna? Yeah. Shall we? Yes, I, yeah. I think we shall. So this was the other set of traps that um, Mert has told you about, Barrett. Um, both of these sets of stairs, there's a small um, figure of a rose on the column to the right. And you need to turn that counterclockwise um, one half turn or the stairs collapse and you slide back down. It's more of a deterrent than a trap. Okay. Barrett will poke his head back out um, of the door and just say, Mrs. Rengar, um, sorry to disturb you again, but I just wanted to double check everything here on the first floor. We're free to pull any of these books off the shelves, look at them, read any of them. We're not going to break any rules. That's correct. And you may even check some out. Most of them can be removed from the library if you choose. Uh, we have very strict return policies and fines if they're not returned promptly. Uh, and we have our ways of knowing where you are. Uh, yes, thank you. I appreciate that. 
So Barrett will head back in and I guess probably would first walk the whole room just to see what else there is to get a better mm -hmm. look at every, at everything, including like the uh, uh, the the open book that's here in the middle to see if there's anything there, whatever this podium may be. And then looks like we've got some suits of armor up at the end. Yep. I guess that's what I would look at. Okay. Um, so just perusing the titles, um, it's, it's, it's a library. I mean, there are, there are tons and tons and tons of books. Um, you can look through some if you want, but the books seem to range from um, mostly history books about various, I mean, like many, many, many topics, um, maritime stuff, all kinds of stuff. Um, but there are plenty of fiction books available as well. Um, and there, there's just tons of books. The armor roller perception check or investigation, depending on how deep you mess with it. Investigation 12. As far as you can tell, it seems to be armor. It seems to be just a suit of armor. They both, the two sets that are in this room, both on the north wall, um, do have slightly different styles. So it, it looks like perhaps it's part of a collection of some, some type. Um, one on the left is elven make. The one on the right looks more dwarven. Um, but they seem they seem really old, like they they are from um, maybe a hundred years ago, maybe more. Um, they're not of current styles that you recognize. And then the open book and the podium. Uh, the open book is a research book. It's about um, the ancient tea practices of the elves, um, and it is literally about tea ceremonies and. Um, things like that. Uh, I think Z. But there are other. <clears throat> sorry. I think that Z pretty much is going to be just actually taking some time perusing the books, looking for anything magical or relevant, you know, relevant to um, our topics, of which okay. there are several. Um, why don't you roll a d100 real quick? Okay, that's not one I have handy. No, okay, okay here we go. Two d oh, okay. yeah. 61. 61. All right, so the first book that you come across is. Um, Cooking in the Wild, Volume 1. And um, the introduction of this book is about starting fire in the wild um, and actually walks you through the beginnings of learning um, the Produce Flame cantrip. And you kind of get the impression that if you had some time to study this, you might actually be able to use the Produce Flame cantrip. Um, the next book that you come across that's of any interest to you um, is just a little bit down on the same shelf and it, where did it go? It is called Smell This Practical Jokes for Trying Times. Uh, browsing through that title, you see a couple of fun tricks that you, you've known for a while being a bard 
Um, but there is an entire chapter on the poison spray cantrip. And you feel like if you spent some time, perhaps you would be able to learn that. So we have a new rule to introduce. Uh, many of the books in this library will give you some sort of advantage on something. There are literally hundreds. I have a list of literally hundreds of books. Um, short of sitting and going through a hundred books, you're not going to be able to pick them all. Um, but you will be able to, if you have the book, which means you would have to check it out, um, you can attune to one plus your intelligence modifier books at any given time and gain whatever power that has. Um, you have to spend eight hours with the book to begin with to attune to it. It's not a, a short, it's not a one hour attunement. It's an eight hour attunement. Um, and you can attune to one plus your intelligence modifier books, but you have to check them out. One. Interesting. Hmm. Um, otherwise, um, other things that you find, Z, um, Warrior of the Eternal, which appears at the first glance to be a, an adventure fantasy book um, about a, a gentleman and his horse riding off through the, the countryside um, slaying dragons, but very quickly turns into a steamy no adult novel. Um, and so on and so on and so on. So you guys tell me what you would like to specifically look for, and then we will roll investigation and figure out if we find it. Anyway. But I think that we will have to do all of our searching for books next week. Can so, I ask my question now? Because I'm going to forget by next please, week. Please, absolutely. Please, please, please. Um, Ellie would just like to look and try to see if there is a um, organization system, you know, a little Dewey Decimal yep. thing going on. Sure. Roll an investigation check. Of course. Yeah, you know, because it's like my best. Come on, just give me. Yeah, okay, a 15. Um, as far as Ellie can tell, if there is some sort of organizational system, it is not obvious. Um, maybe by color, by height, who knows? Um, but they're definitely not alphabetical. The authors usually aren't given on the spine, so it's hard to tell if there's some sort of author organizational system. Um, it might even be by date of acquisition, but there is nothing, nothing obvious that that would indicate that there's any organizational system to this area of the library. Yeah. Uh, although the librarian did seem to know where certain things might be found. So the librarian may be able to give you some more advice. Mm -hmm. okay. So be thinking about what kind of books you might like okay. to find. Because chances are there's a book. But Excellent. Well, so just so I understand the mechanic, you're saying we could think about what kind of book we want, but there's no way of finding the book that we might want because there's no rhyme or reason to where they're at on the shelf. Uh, you can roll yes. an investigation check and see if you can find a book that is similar okay. to what you're looking for. All right. For. Okay. Okay. We can also ask the librarian. That's right. And which you might can, be just, helpful. Just like any other investigation check, if two of you work on it, you know, you get advantage. Um, and then, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. Go ahead. Well, and then again, just on the mechanics hand, so then it doesn't have to be a cantrip. It could be a proficiency. It could be a yep. 
there's proficiencies, there's um, gain plus five on history checks regarding giants. There's pretty much anything you can think of. It's probably in this library. I mean, I like none it. of it, obviously, none of it is going to be like, you know, I gain the wish spell. Um, yeah, it's all cantrip and low-level oh, stuff. Fire, but, um, gaining proficiency in certain skills that you don't have proficiency in. Um, you know, there's there's lots of stuff. All right. Wow. All right. I'm sorry, we need one more library thing to a little bit more. Me for the week. Yeah, um, it's a it's a big library. There's lots to do. Yeah, this is this is my brain's going 100 miles an hour. I gotta admit, um, are the is is this being attuned to? I mean, is this giving us um, these things only as long as we have the book, or once we've read the book, we've got it? It's a permanent thing. Uh, you have to attune to it. So there's a limit on what you can attune to. And either you have to have the book or you have to have the notes made from that chapter. And so it, but, but it's going to use up an attunement slot forever. Not a magic item attunement slot, a book attunement slot. And you can oh, unattune. Okay. Yeah, it's that's the new, that's the new feature is the book attunement it. slot. It's a book attunement slot that we're just keeping track of. Wonderful. Right. So it's yeah. whatever your it's, intelligence it's... modifier is plus one. Okay. That's how many books you can attune to at any given time. With a minimum of I see the of gears turning in Travis's head. Oh, I, yeah. I'm like, oh. oh my gosh. There's so many things Barrett has wanted to have proficiency in or be better at or. Yeah, I mean, like just, just as quickly examples, uh, almost all the cantrips are available. Um, there's proficiency with Smith's tools, um, proficiency with Tinker's tools. Um, some of them are a little more advanced and would take a little more searching to find the right book to make things happen, but um, learn this cantrip. Um, plus two arcana checks involving aberrations. I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on and on. Okay. It's yeah. awesome. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sounds All right. Good. Well, welcome cool. to Nandar's library. I hope this is not the last time you will be in Nandar's library because it is one of my favorite places in this game so far. We're yeah, finally here. So you're here. finally here. I know. I've had this map like for months <laughs> and months and months. All right. Good night, everybody. Great game. I hope you enjoyed Bye. it. Bye. Thank yeah, you. Good. Bye. Bye. Bye.